Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Hello. Hello. I'm so bright. You are so bright. I'm so bright. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic streaming week here on the Untitled Twitch stream. Or as my name is Ruin christened it in the chat before we started. Hello, botanical garden jizzers, beard suckies, <laughs> choke slammers, and the ex entire extended Troggyverse. Happy the TCU. Ladies and gentlemen, huge things coming in. Hard, uh, happy uh, uh, four-season total landscaping oh, uh, day, everyone. What Can a day. we talk about? What a day. Trump was not worth how good a week ago, a year ago today was in Los Angeles, but it was... Let's let's go. I've talked about it before, and I'll talk about it again. I was sat right over there, the uh, between me and where I'm sat is a wall where my bedroom is. Yeah, no bed in there right now. Yeah, um, and I was just waking up, getting Ooh. coffee, groggy. It was before my injury, so I could sleep in. Mm -hmm. So on nine thirty, uh, oh, our guest is here. We oh. know what he, he was doing when Biden became president. Chris Martin, friend of the program, uh, called me to say no. First, I heard. Um, like what sounded like a gunshot. And then like, I was like, oh, those might be fireworks. Yeah. And then Chris called me and I was like, huh? And then he just like hung up and texted me and he just said, Biden won. And then hip hop just started playing on the streets at a thousand fireworks. And I was like, yay. <laughs> Which hip hop? Um, was it new hip hop? Was it like, it's been a good day by Ice Cube hip hop? It was not a been, a, it was just, I just heard, Doom. like I just, like it was like, what it sounded like was it was like, uh, it sounded like the character, the the black characters who are about to be introduced to a heist movie is the hip hop. Oh, okay. It sounded oh, okay. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, de-whiting this entire program, uh, ladies and gentlemen, program note, Ashley Manning is not here because uh, I interrupted her one too many times and she quote unquote needed a fucking break. She, yeah, she, uh, uh, she killed a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She killed a full bird. Out of Luckily, fury. Ladies and gentlemen. We have a replacement, Ashley. Today we have our, our first of a week long uh, um, replacement, Ashley's. He's he's stoned. He's he's bald. He's beautiful. He's not wearing tie dye, but last time I saw him, he was. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome friend of the stream and friend of yours and mine, Frank Castillo. Frank, hello everybody. Hello. Oh, not tie dye, but I do look homeless. What's up? You dude? don't ever. I disagree. You never look homeless because you're too no. clean and happy to be homeless. You look like you own a secondhand bookstore. Yes, yeah. you do look like you own a or a, or you're you're the good guy at a really quality record store. Mm. Like if you're not there, if the, everyone else is a dick, but you walk in and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I fuck with Taylor Swift." And you're yeah, like, oh, that's a great album. Yeah. yeah, you're John Cusack in High Fidelity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you What's guys up, man? Not much, man. I just, uh, just got back from San Diego. Uh, I did Jeff Dye's show, and then I did Doug Benson's uh, 420 show. And yeah. Jesus. How yeah. much, if you had to put all the weed that was consumed there, like in, in a pile, oh. would it be a Scarface pile? Or would it be a... 
No, it was like moderate. I think I smoked like a couple. We spoke, we killed at least an eighth, a couple joints, but we do a lot of dabs, a lot of dabs. Uh, okay. Famously, don't take up about, a lot of space those days. We talk about the Jesus Christ. The one time I've done a dab, and it was with Frank. Oh yeah, yeah on the podcast, right? Oh my God! First of all, such a fu- I loved doing that. Po- I have no idea what we talked about, but I really enjoyed it. Sarah K, thank you so much for resubbing. We love you. Thank you so much, Sarah K, for subbing. It was so fun. I have no idea what we talked about. It was you, me, and JP. And at the end of it, I just did a dab. I, I, by the way, I, it was someone very important in my life, shall we say,'s birthday that day, and I showed up like alarmingly stoned. Was like it your I, Japanese friend? It was my Japanese friend's oh, birthday. Oh my goodness! And I, I did prep. I did prep. I did prepper. I said, "Yeah, Ohio Kimosabi." No, I, uh, I said, um, <laughs> "I'm going to do this podcast." There's a lot of weed smoking, but I just showed up and like. And like there already birthday events had taken place, but it was clearly like she's like, oh, I guess for her birth, my birthday, we're getting really baked. <laughs> um, oh, it was very fun. I really liked that dab, but I it's if weed is cocaine, dabs are crack, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know? Yeah, like a nicer, but like crack that you could like, you know, you're just like, this tastes great. Yeah, I spoke to Deb once, and then I looked into the middle distance for about an hour and a half, mm. uh, and that was it. I didn't do, I didn't accomplish anything. Uh, it was one other uh, time. Uh, one other time. Coma. I just remember this in 2010. I did a dab at Clandestiny. Do you know what? Did you did you ever hear about Clandestiny? I do remember Clandestiny. Yeah. So Clandestiny, for those you don't know, also Chris, is that a vintage Canucks jersey? Or Buddy, fucking oh. skate and everything. Look at that. Look at this. Guess who's guess who's on the back? Frank, guess. Gretzky? Nope. Oh, who? Lemieux. Nope. You? Yeah. Come on, guys. Is it cl- classic? The man with the stash, uh, Dave Babbage. Come on now. Babbage. He saved a woman. What did he, he save her from? Um, she was like, uh, she fell down a hill. Um, and uh, he, he just happened to be hiking. Wasn't even in his normal hockey duties. He just happened to be hiking. This young woman fell down a hill. He clambered down, picked her up, threw her over his shoulder. Carried her to safety. Man, there was a real time when athletes. In his jersey? Uh-huh. Yeah. In his own jersey. Yeah. And then he signed her face and left. And that was. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't like hockey. <laughs> yeah. He just slap shot right to her mouth, said, Good luck, Chuck, and then just disappeared <clears throat> into the middle distance. Are you a sportsman, Frank? Uh, yeah. I like uh, the San Jose Sharks. Oh, oh shit. All right. What a quality team to enjoy. I mean, yeah. If you like being teased every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Best lo- I'm going to put this top five logos of yeah. all sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get that. I think I said this last time. Uh, so it's in San Jose, and there's like a lot of gangs. And uh, You did the- not say this last time because I'm obsessed with American gang culture. Because once you're here, Chris, I just want to tell you this before Frank mm-hmm. continues. It, it, it gets so stupid so quickly with these American right. gangs. Go ahead, Frank. <laughs> so, San Jose Sharks colors are like teal and like gray and all this stuff. So the gang colors in the San Jose are like blue and red. Uh, red predominantly, um, they ended up making red San Jose Sharks hoodies and gear. And there was like a gang that picked up the Sharks logo. So they would like just walk around in like Sharks gear, but it was red. It was hilarious. Wow. (laughs) That's a a team that understands their neighborhood. Exactly. They were just like (laughs) <laughs> it's like if the Raiders started putting out uh, jerseys in Crip, well, yeah, red and blue, the Crips and Bloods colors. Like they're just mm-hmm. like, we've made a yellow jersey because a lot of our fans are the Latin Kings. Are you encouraging gang culture? Like, yeah, we're the Raiders organization. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. That's a 
That's such a wild. I want to know who pitched it. Oh, and I if someone I, was like, I don't think it was like do that. Yeah, I don't think it was like the NHL. It, it definitely looks like it's like a third party made. Like oh, uh, okay, it's not official. You're not buying oh, it on, I thought uh, it was on the, in like, the San Jose store. Okay. I thought the game was just looking at their crowd and being like, "There's a lot of people here, but they're not wearing our merch." And then the, someone was like, "Ah, oh, actually, there are uh, it's a variety of different sects of the uh, the uh, fraternal organization known as the Bloods. They only really wear red." And it's like, "Ah." Oh, Time uh, to capitalize on this market. I'd fucking love it if if American hockey, if the San Jose specifically hockey arena shark is it still the Shark Tank? Yeah, nice. If the Shark Tank was um, had to be divided English football fan style, where it's mm. like you've got the blue fans on one side, the red fans on the other side, and you just can't yeah. let them in or drink because it's just going to be fucking violence. Yeah, what a yeah. great twist for hockey that would be! Yeah, really yeah. up, really up their cred. MS-13 presents the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, as someone who uh, lives in a very MS-13 neighborhood, I don't like them because they are a violent street gang. But I cannot, I cannot be anything but impressed by their resolve and moxie. Wiped out in Koreatown. COVID came back. Police are distracted. Get them, boys. Back in they go. Wow. They were pushed out because property prices got too high. COVID dropped them very briefly. They've rented something about five blocks away. And I'm so like, everyone's like, oh, what are we going to do? And I'm going to like, be impressed that they gamed the system. They, like, they still had to get approved for rent. Do you yeah. understand? Like, yeah. Who's yeah. their landlord? This is, I think about this all of the time because they're just in a building because on next door and citizen, are those in Canada? Do you know what those are, Chris or chat? I'm not looking at the chat. I don't know. If in citizen? Is. It's like a snitch app. It's great. Oh shit! It is such a <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, it's basically what it is: is you get anytime someone calls the police, this app is updated, so you get the information. And for example, during the Black Lives Matter protests, I got an alert that said an airplane has just landed at the corner of uh, Wilshire and Western. And you bet your ass, I ran out to be like, I don't know what this is, but this is crazy. Uh-huh. And I like ran out there. It's about fifty minutes away from where I am. Got there, and there were like three or four other people I could see just kind of scanning around. And like citizen app, huh? Do you think that's how MS13 figures out who uses the in citizen app? I mean, Where they're just like a plane landed. Now. All right, now on the rooftops, let's see who the snitches are. Let's well, fucking see who's getting. I got news alert. for you. I hadn't thought of that until now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh God, I fucking love it. Yeah. 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 The, so, our neighborhood is like hot. Like, it, there's something always going around, uh, always happening. And like, whenever we open up the Citizen app, it's always like a dot at the top of our street, a dot at the bottom of our street, or a dot like within half a mile. We're like, yeah, we can't go outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're not like you're not in Hollywood, Hollywood, but you're also not in like West Hollywood. Hol- you're in that weird nebulous gray area. So, yeah. for those of you who've never been to LA, Hollywood is both a real disappointment and exactly what it should be. Which yeah. is like the most touristy, shitty place, but then just encrusted with sketchy behavior. Like there is bad stuff happening on every side street. Like you just you're like, like you get like you get like you get a very similar vibe to if you're walking down East Hastings, walking down Hollywood Ooh. Boulevard. Like you're like, what's going on in here? Baby? But East Hastings is just like slow, like depletion of humanity there's no like there's very little shenanigans it's people very openly being like i smoke meth yeah that's why i'm here (laughs) so that level of meth smoking but they just know they got to keep a bit of a lid on it like you're just like why is that yeah go ahead 
But you'll hear just like a violent scream, and then you're like, "What the fuck?" And no one else acknowledges it. Just like, ah! you're like, "What the fuck is going? What? Why? Who was that?" But it's like I love it because there was a. I was a time there was a guy. There was a guy wearing a wet Elvis head and underwear, just running down the center of Hollywood Boulevard while they were filming a band for the Jimmy Kimmel show, and I was the only person that was like, "Just oh, <laughs> yeah, like." I'm, like I was with, you know Troy Conrad, Frank. Yeah. I know yeah. you would know him too, uh, Chris. The guy I haven't met him, but I, I know of him. And I was like, I was going to meet him, and I said, "Did you see the guy in the wet Elvis head running down Hollywood Boulevard in his underwear?" And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, probably." And I was like, "What? I'll never not. I wonder if wet Elvis uh, knows any wet Elmos. I don't understand this comment, but I really <laughs> like it. Remember the wet Elmo from Ben? No, Polk? no." Ben Pope's appearance, where you talked about a, a soaking wet Elmo coming out of a rave? Or was that you that saw the soaking wet Elmo? I never saw the soaking. Did you ever see a soaking wet Elmo, uh, Frank? It must. It must have been Ben Pope. He said he was. He was at a rave and he was. He was standing outside afterwards, and this dude in an Elmo costume that was drenched, head to toe, just disgusting rave juices all over himself. It was John. That's right. Tiger and Kimmers are both saying it was you. You told that story. But regardless, I'm I so to, tired right now. I have no idea. Like, I, <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to, I used to live in a, a street in Hackney um, before it was gentrified uh, in London, so, and um, almost every single time, um, there were police cordons on either end of my street, and you just sort of walk in and just be like, "I live here," and they'd be like, "All right." <laughs> and uh it was yeah it was why i saw a guy get thrown through his front window like i was just sitting on my stoop drinking my nigerian guinness and uh dude just smash limbs full jazz full dj jazzy jeff from fresh prince out onto the sidewalk and i was like great this neighborhood's great we never had a problem there were no civilian oh. activities they they kept it whatever was going on they kept it to themselves but uh, I will have cool. you know, by the way, I have 100% seen the man in the wet Elvis costume. Uh, it was Sans' head, if I believe, or he may have been holding the head, and he was coming out of Comfort Zone in Toronto. Comfort Zone, Frank uh, and Chris, is a known, it's no longer there, was the most grotty after-hours bar I've ever heard of in my life. It was in the yeah. basement of a place called the Waverly Inn, which was featured in a lot of different Vice articles about, like, Worst hotel you could ever stay at. Like, there's some video somewhere Thank on you the for subscribing, Kimmers. We love you. Thank you, Kimmers. Um, where they kept trying to get bedding without blood on it, and at a certain point, there was just like, man, like, you know where you're staying? We don't got any bedding without blood on it. Like, this is just deal with it. Anyway, and after Halloween, there was a tradition in Toronto that you sat outside of comfort zone because their Halloween was their big night, and on November first, just waited to see people come out and at like 11 30 or 12 like we had partied had breakfast and then went walked around to check out and a guy like a stunned man just came out in a wet elvis costume just looking like he had seen the world oh my god i'm so, oh my god i'm so happy that triggered a memory i'm i love weed but it has really done a number on my short-term memory all wet oh an anonymous cheerer thank, thank you, you so much for the bits um uh, has really done something for my short-term memory. How's your short-term memory, Frank, as you're about to take a 
heaping hit. Uh, it's good. I I um <laughs> I always forget like my like I'll I always leave and then have to come back in the house like two times. Okay, so, so like, it's not that good. All right, good. As long as it's like, not- these are like my, my my wallet, and then I'm like, fuck, yeah, yeah, mm. shit like that a lot. I uh ooh oh wait. Are we getting a, Oh my god, Frank can join us for the hype train. Did we make it? Um I think we might have made it. Oh, okay. okay. Oh no. Okay, so Frank, Frank. Oh no. Have- we have okay. we have uh, we we so we need 44%. Right. I think. Oh, we're in. Tiger okay. says we're in. So we're in. Okay, Frank, we're going to sing a song now cuz people have donated enough money. It's triggered something called a hype train. There's three levels to it where we sing a really obnoxious song. You have to act like you hate this song. That's your role in this. Okay. Even though it's super act, catchy and you're going to love it. super fun. But okay. you have to act like you hate it, okay? Yeah. And also, Ashley. if you want to see if you can hold, hold in a dab smoke for the length of the first verse. Let's see if you can do it. Can you do it? All right. You take a dab and then we'll start. All right? Ready? Hey! Sound, but I have so. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Ashley's in the chat. <laughs> I like that a lot. I what was it? Looked like it was painful. Your, your, your neck looked so oh. strange. To do the hype train song perfectly and correctly, uh, Franklin, you must really you gotta put your gusto in it. Also, we're all we're not oh. done. We're only just in the moment of reflection. Yeah, pause for reflection. To find out if we make it. So let's pause for reflection. So we now have to make it and see if we make it to the second level. Uh mm. Frank, quick question. Do you think Ashley murdered some birds? Oh, uh, absolutely. Good. Yeah. And what what kind what size bird do you picture her murder? Pigeon, like very easily accessible, like common pigeons. You know what I mean? Victimless crime. Follow up. Not a victimless crime. I'm the. I love a pigeon. It's how you know you're in a city. If you see a pigeon in the country, you're fucked. Thank you, you Mr. C. Mooney. Um, I yeah, but is that the only thing that lets you know you're in a city? I would say it's. Uh, uh, I saw t- yesterday. I saw a guy on a hoverboard dressed all in uh, silver, head to toe, uh, listening to EDM real loud. That feels like a city move. Yeah, but you could see that guy in the country. He could be in the country growing weed. No, he'd be shot. He'd be shot. (laughs) In Canadian wilderness, of course. Canadian rural. What's ironic? American rural, way more racist. Canadian rural, way more no outsiders. Mm -hmm. Weirdly, which they're so close to each other. So right, they're right up against each other, but just a little different. Like Frank, you are not a white person. No. Correct. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. speak Spanish, <laughs> by the way. And it that makes oh, me. Oh, 
Un poquito. No, no, your accent is whiter than mine. <laughs> Un poquito. What the fuck? Un poquito, right? Un poquito. I, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. We're, we're both Canadian. Um, does your the rest of your family speak Spanish? And they just didn't no. want you to. They didn't. They wanted you to acclimatize, so they didn't. I have, I have one side that's like very American, and one side that's like traditionally Mexican. So I had one grandpa who was like. No Spanish at home, only English. And then another uh, uh, grandpa who was like, Spanish only, but don't let anyone know we speak Spanish. And then, like, he did not like me very much. Okay. There was a very uh, big language barrier. I do like, I feel like, because how old are you in your early 30s? You're 32. I feel like your age is the last age where just like one grandparent might just hate some grandkids. Like, yeah. I was like, also. I uh, <laughs> he was also like, you know, look at these other grandkids. They're all nurses. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're literally living the American dream. Yeah. You're a stoned guy, and now you get paid to go on tour yeah. by weed companies. Yeah. What, you want me to be a nurse? Yeah. If they yeah. were real heroes, they'd have a movie franchise, Grandpa. Yeah. yeah. If they were real heroes, a dab company would pay for them to go to Denver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I just came back from Denver. Let me tell you what's you know what Denver is? Denver is what I was told Austin was going to be. I haven't been to Austin, but everyone says it's a bit of a and then you get to Denver and you're just like, why is everyone smiling? And they're like, rent here is affordable and we all have tech jobs. And it's like mm. aha. And the homeless people uh, all get fed. What? No shit. I don't like that that's a foreign concept in America, by the way, that you have to be like, oh, and we they manage people that are not at a disadvantage. Keep, go ahead. What happened? So I think uh, I remember I was there and I was just like, you guys don't have a lot of homeless. I'm like, oh, we do. But our homeless is different. Like there's like shelters and stuff and like food, like lines for them and stuff. It's really like, exactly. yeah, it's decent. And then most go through the trash and then go get weed. Yeah. I mean, I. Oh, sorry. Ahead, I was just going to say the problem with California is that we had Ronald Reagan as a governor in the 60s and he put time bomb legislation, closed the shelters in the 80s, right as crack hit. And so there's just never been a time where a mayor has wanted to torpedo his chances by adding that to the budget. Because, of course, why would, you know, they need to do something. Starting it costs so much more than keeping it going. Yeah, that's that's the trick of shutting it down. Is it's like, hey, it would have cost you thirty grand a year, but you're going to build these things, so it's twenty million. <laughs> Idiot. They're going to need to do something. Skid Row is something like a hundred thousand strong right now. Whoa! Oh, yeah. All army. That's a town. Yeah. That's a Yo. full town. Yeah, like you want it. You want to literally it's a big get, town. get ready for the most depressing thing I've ever read. Uh, it's entering its second generation of children. People are inheriting slots under bridges. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I can't wait till my dad dies so I can get this tent. Oh fuck! Prime real estate off the one hundred and one. My god, Fucking it's hell. such and in, in typical LA fashion, when you go to Skid Row, you're like, "What? Why here? This is so convenient. If there were houses here, I would live here." Like. It's in the same way you go to like Compton and Inglewood and Watts, and you're like. Here's the bad neighborhood. I'm 10 minutes from the airport, 10 minutes from the beach. This is the night, and every house is gorgeous. Like, on, like, a big plot of land. What the fuck are they doing? No joke. All they're missing is the penguin to just come in and arm them. And now it's a it's a new town. Yeah, yeah. They, they just need an Oswald Cobblepot to come in and charm them. 
and then that's a wrap. That's the LA is over. Yeah. I got news. Well, uh, I read the most insane article. So what, the other thing that MS-13 did in the pandemic is they've infiltrated all the homeless camps. They're now running them all. Yep. Um, so, for example, Frank, did you tell me this about the burnt tents? I think you did. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, in the so a lot of the gangs run most of the uh, homeless encampments because, you know, the homeless people want drugs. Gangs have the drugs. So they'll like give them their stash for the week or whatever, and then they'll have a balance. And then if they don't pay up, they'll like burn their tents because they know where they live, you know? Yeah. And that's why, and like, see occasionally tents just on fire. You're like, oh my God, someone's burning tents. And you're like, yeah, people that owe people drug money. Um, I, want oh, you to I guess that. that's better than like smashing their knees. Let me tell you about one guy. There's a guy who lives on one street over from me. Very nice man. I, get, I occasionally buy him stuff from 7 Eleven. And by that, I mean I haven't done it in about six months, but I also haven't seen him in about six months, mm. which was every month of the pandemic, his tent kept getting burnt down. And I just thought, I'm like, this guy just doesn't know how to smoke crack. And then Frank told me that. And I was like, oh, this guy's just not paying his bills. I respect the shit out of <laughs> this, this guy. This that's guy's all like, over town. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Nah, I'm not paying for that. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm I'm homeless. What are you going to do, burn my tent down? Yeah, he's like, all right, well. <laughs> so, uh, like, yeah, got me there? I got, so a, a friend of mine is moving from Vancouver to Dallas uh, in a couple of weeks. I've never been to Dallas. He's never been to Dallas. What is Dallas like? I don't know. Have you ever been to Dallas, Frank? I don't think I've ever been to Dallas. I've only ever been to Houston and Austin. Okay, that's not a good sign. If none of the touring the comedians go to Dallas, phone I've ever heard in my entire life. I mean, I've been to Houston. My dad lived there for many years. Houston yeah. is. Let me say this about Houston: it's shockingly multicultural. That was my big takeaway. Where I was like, I thought Texas was like the whitest state in the union. Then you get there, and it's like nothing but Indian food as far as the eye can see. And you're like, why don't you guys put this on Front Street, Texas? This makes you seem a lot less like a bunch of rednecks. And they're like, yeah. that's not what we're going for. Yeah, yeah and they're like, this is like better to be hidden in plain sight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This way would distract them. My uh, big takeaway from Houston is I. Uh, the Indians are like, they think we're Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> they think they think these t Papa Doms are some sort of taco. They're fucking <laughs> idiots. Oh, flat um, tacos. That's new. Thank you. <laughs> these tamales are weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking baji, you white fuck. Um, I will say Houston though, Texas does have Whataburger, and that's probably the best fast food I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, it's uh, I just had In and Out uh, today, and I hadn't had it in a while. And In and Out's oh, I great. always I didn't realize fucking shit myself. Whataburger is always like, oh, okay, I'm the, my bubble guts. I don't have bubble guts after this. Mm -hmm. That's such a nightmare, man. You know, you know that you're, that's why I haven't been to Taco Bell since I was like a teenager. Well, if I get animal style fries, I know I'm gonna shit uncontrollably in two hours. Yeah, but how are, you, how are you supposed to go to In N Out without getting animal style fries? Is the question. Exactly. So there's sometimes in life you just realize that there's sacrifices you're gonna have to make. Like every time I drink a milkshake, I know I'm gonna shit myself eventually. So it's like I'm gonna enjoy this and just be near a bathroom in 30 minutes. That's smart. At least you plan ahead. I mean, you if mean, Ashley I, was here, she'd tell you that she she finds the place furthest away from any bathroom and goes for it. Drinks that milkshake and then just shits wherever yeah, it happens. You know she is. She's a fucking wild, huge wild card. Can I? Say That's actually what she's doing right now. She's in a field right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. just she's shitting, just, just building up a pile. She actually is. Ga she gathered a group of adults together and just went, "You want to see some shit?" And they thought she was being figurative, and she was being literal. Yeah, she put a drone up into the air and she did a crop circle with it. It was really impressive. There was a lot. 
It's a uh, lot of shit. Uh, can we discuss the shameless uh, self-promoting of John drinking a mug with his own face? It's me and my brother. All right, I love this mug. Oh, that's you nice. My brother. That's your brother. That's my brother right there. Oh my god! I oh. see. I see. I see. Which uh, Hastings got all the cuteness? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Adorable cherub little. I think he was sixteen or cheeks. fifteen there. Just now he's cherub. And now he's just a now he's just a yoked freshman at a college. He wants to be a cop. It's hilarious. Isn't that crazy? Like the switch or like how like the the longer someone's like chubby and adorable and just like you know cute uh, up until like they're like seventeen, the second like that puberty thing hits, then they just fucking turn into like Adonis. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's just like it was just one day. It was like hi John to like hello John, how are you? Yeah. Also, I think guys, he starts to figure oh. out how stupid my life is. Like, he's starting to ask pretty intense questions about being a stand-up comedian and stuff. And I'm like, uh-oh. I think, how I think do you do start- taxes? You're like, oh. Come on, man. What's with all the questions? <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, hilariously. What are you, actually- a cop? Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I unfortunately can't answer that question. When you've lived in so many different continents, you unfortunately learn how to do your tax. Oh, I mean, I assume Chris has never done his taxes. I don't want to be Why would I? Why? No, who, I mean, I'm so what? happy I was about that <laughs> um i have done them every year and i'll tell you really saved me in covid when like the edd uh, kept being like we're gonna need tax returns from the last seven years i'll be like well some of those are from another country and this is gonna really piss you guys off but i of course have them already digitized that's it's one really one of my favorite uh, uh recurring things that i saw of comedians post during like the early covid when i was like crb and uh, whatever like whatever money you're getting from the government started happening in different countries. Everybody, no matter what country I knew, they were all like, really wish I'd claimed my full income these last few years. Really regretting shaving off a lot of the cash gigs that I did. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I mean, Frank and I were very lucky to live in the state of California where they basically, their solution to COVID was, fuck it, we are giving everybody money. Like, yeah. like I know people that's lives were significantly like, Boom! Up I started a podcast, dog, and it, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I bought like EDD bought all my equipment, bro. <laughs> oh man, like the a hundred percent. It was so funny too because like I remember when COVID started. It was like, man, how are we gonna get through this? And then EDD hit, and everyone was just sort of like, <laughs> they're like, oh no, how are we gonna do this? And then I was like, I was dude in the hey. I mean, maybe I shouldn't record this, but in the heyday of EDD, I was. I, I remember I spent like. A lot on weed, like I, I like, and I remember being in the dispensary, and it was also like the day the money hit, and I was just looking at the lines were super long, and I was like, all these motherfuckers just got their money. <laughs> oh, dude, my favorite. I was in a Seven Eleven like super late at night, and I was as I was walking in, this very sketchy dude went, uh, uh, "Hey man, is today the day EDD puts money in our cards?" And I was like, "It was yesterday," and he was like. Yeah, and they just walked in and bought so much beer. It was- <laughs> um, yeah, so I got laid off from the store, and that shit was great. Like that helped us so great. Whenever we had to fill up applications, I remember my landlord because there was like a little bit when the legislation hadn't like you know yeah 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 you know, mm-hmm. landlords were like we're gonna fucking kick everybody out. You know what I mean? And then like le- legislation came in, they're like you guys can't do that, and then they're like oh fuck. Um, I remember it was like our landlord was a fucking dick, and then now they're paying. So it's like if you were affected, they and you qualify, they'll pay like the rent you owe, and then also a little bit of the upcoming rents just to help you out. And uh, now my like now my landlord's like, hey, did you make sure to fill out the paperwork? Hey, here's your case number. Like hey, anything you need us to do, blah blah, just link it. It was like 
you fucking pieces of shits. Yeah. I'm like currently waiting for an appeal because the EDD is claiming that I owe them money because they misfiled something because I did a commercial. It's a whole fucking is that nightmare. Still happening. Still happening. That's and they just keep sending me things of like, oh yeah, like it's not going to resolve itself before I pay tax. And at this point, I'm just like, uh, we're due. I'm just gonna try and get them to because I also didn't claim any rent. Like I so could have fucked and claimed yeah. like. All of my rent, I just like, I actually, I didn't know about the rent stuff. I just didn't do that research. Cause I know so many people that are like still paying a quarter rent, like, like all those uh, sort of like tricks. Yeah. If you know how to use the system, you're great. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, okay. Jesus, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's change the topic by reading Selk 104s. I haven't read this yet, but all I know is, uh, yeah, I they wrote the first sentence. Line. Yeah. So I was like, this is, this is stuff we need to bring to the attention of everyone. Uh, oh, Hey. Uh, look, I'm back talking about poop again. Uh, I'm allergic to onions, so eating out can be a nightmare. If I've asked for no onions on something like a burger, and I take a big bite and discover it has onions, I don't spit that out. I will spitefully call the waiter over and tell them they fucked my order up, and I hope they have rubber gloves for cleaning those bathrooms <laughs> because they're going to need it. Does <laughs> oh, onions make your shit? I mean, hard, assume, Frank. Yeah, it looks that way. Looks when that way. Damn. Door, did you ever have to clean those bathrooms? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh. They make dormant clean the bathrooms? Oh, of course. You got to clean up vomit. I've cleaned up shit. I've cleaned up the most disgusting stuff at that comedy club. Jesus. Dude, I, I remember um, Simpson. Brian Simpson has like one of the best first day ever stories. It's the first day he ever started, and like the whole um, plumbing started backing up. So he literally was, it was his first day ever, and he was like, he had to like, fucking plunge like or help mop up like just fucking sewage that was starting to seep back in through one of the plumbing so they had to shut the whole store down and he was stuck there the whole night doing it and then at the end of it he just looks at the manager goes i'm never cleaning up any shit or anything like this again and the manager goes all right, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, you deserve that Fair enough. you know got if, it all in you did i don't know <laughs> brian that well but i have seen him Let's just say Brian's also got like a he has a look he can use where you're like, I'm going to agree with this guy, because if not, he's about to show me my throat in his hand. Like there's just I don't know. I don't know. Him that well, but you know what I'm saying? By the way, Brian Simpson, fucking hilarious. Greatest bit on suicide I've ever heard. And oh, the it's a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's wow. so fucking good. And like, yeah, I that that it turned. I was depressed during COVID and we did an open mic in a park and he did that bit. And it literally, I was like, ah, we're going to be all right. People are doing this. Oh, so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, oh, hell yeah. Food intolerance gives me the equivalent of eating 40 tacos from Taco Bell in 15 minutes. Selk. Jeez. That is awesome. Jesus. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm lactose intolerant. So any, like too much, any too much cheese, it, it immediately shuts me down. Yeah. I mean, just like cheese. It, yeah. That's the problem. Mine is weirdly, I don't have like any allergies or anything like that, but sometimes I'll just, I'll get on a run where I just eat a fuck ton of processed meats. Like I'll just start making a lot of sandwiches. I'll eat chorizo, just the ring. I'll just gnaw it like a fucking animal. Um, the shits I get after doing that twice now, I used to be fine. And now it's like, uh, um, like, you know, nail bombs where the whole point is that it scatters. Interesting. It's it's that there's it's it's a um, it's like it's it's a, a, a philosophically against unity. 
Like, yeah. like this shit has spent so much time in my, in my, or maybe not enough time to bond in my colon. And so they're just like, get the fuck away from me. And it's yeah. every square. It's an oof. Sometimes I, get, uh, sometimes I get just too gassy and then it sounds like, uh, like I won't actually poop, but it'll just be a lot of gas and I'll fart. And it'll sound like, uh, like a really poor neighborhood where it's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't get them anymore, but I, when I was like first born for a year, I had like crazy crippling gas pains because I was Oof. born so young, my stomach didn't work. And occasionally they come up and like, literally it feels like I have the hardest abs in the world. And usually what happens is you pass out from the pain and slowly it's released out of your body. Oh. But one time I like, it like was trapped and then like actually escaped. And it was the weirdest noise. Like it, cause it was like. Like it wasn't like it was like and so long and the smell was like oh like it was like old weird food and blood and then I never have felt better in my entire life. Like it literally was just like it was in that old house in London. I was like barreled over at the tail end of food poisoning, like crazy gas pains, and it just like came out. And like I could feel the rumbling of the fabric of my blanket. Like it was just there was so much happening. It was an absolute disaster. I was uh, I was listening to the the Smartless podcast today, which is like a uh, uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and listening? Sean Hayes or something. Just Why? Because they got a lot of the the cast and crew from Arrested Development on. So I wanted to Ooh. hear those stories. Um, and they had they had an episode with Stephen Colbert. And Jason Bateman told the story about he was getting ready in the green room, just put on his suit, went to let out a fart, shit his pants, full shit his pants. Four minutes. <laughs> Four minutes. Like, Colbert had already done the monologue. It was ready. Like, the stage manager they're was coming. A, they're doing like, a bit, and then you're, it's you, daddy. Do the walk. And he was just, and he was like, yeah, no, no bathroom in my green room. Uh, so nowhere to put the shitty underwear that I'd just done. Nowhere to, nowhere to tidy up. Really, David Cross is in the next. Uh, uh, his old friend David Cross is in the green room next to him. Be like, "Hey, man, let's hang out. What's going on?" The makeup woman's banging on the door. Really need to get you ready. And fucking Jason Bateman just standing there, shitty pants. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, throughout, uh, <laughs> throughout his underwear, um, and I think just freeballed it. Um, and it, the the whole reason the story came about is because Colbert is like, "You've got a really sort of like, like." angry playfulness to you when you're on my show <laughs> they were like well let me tell you why i was in a bad mood when i was on your show i just shit my pants just and then what, what did colbert say colbert just laughed he was just like yeah great i'm sorry great. jason ba jason bateman is either a rock heart of a man or way too easily embarrassed if i shit myself four minutes before walking out to talk to stephen colbert as soon as i sat down i'd go you're never going to guess what happened to me four minutes ago. You, yeah, Catholic you're a Colbert, comedian. He's an actor. I don't care. That's, that's something that's don't. within me. <laughs> to the chat. Okay, you're appearing on Stephen Colbert. You just shit your pants. They are, Selk is still keeping us updated on how much shitting, by the way. Uh, if I'm caught out in the open and I can't find a public toilet, I will shamelessly walk into a restaurant, uh, apologize and ask to use their bathroom as an emergency. If they refuse or are shitty about it, I tell them either let me use their bathroom or they can mop up because I'm not making it to the next restaurant. Yeah, yeah. They, they have they have IBS cards. Uh, like 
IBS cards that you can hand to people at restaurants who are like, these restrooms are for employees only. And you're like, hey, there's a card that says I have IBS. Wow. So like, I will shit myself in your restaurant if you don't yeah. let me use the restaurant, or restroom. And then some people are like, oh, okay. Basically, it's uh, happening in your restaurant. You pick which room. Chris, <laughs> can you figure out how through your OBS either I can do it or yours and we have a shit counter that we can just trigger? See you, Frank. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll put it in the mod chat in the Discord. We'll see if someone can do that. Perfect. See you, Frank. Bye, oh, Frank. there's a cat. Oh, there's a cat, Chris. Let's look at this cat. Oh, but it's just hidden behind his name. There he oh. is. So regal. Oh, my God. Tiger, you, you're Tiger, the greatest. Tiger. Frank, what's, what's with that cat? <laughs> of course. <laughs> is anyone else jealous that Frank uh, smartly didn't uh, drive to where he's streaming from, so he's getting very stoned? Because Lord knows I would be bombed right now i have three cats did i tell you guys i have three cats now yeah oh you know buddy i follow you on instagram mostly because of the excellent cat content tell us everything about it i i i i love them man I, we rescued two kittens and uh they're like six months now and they're brothers they were like found a block away from each other and uh yeah i love them i'll show i'll go i'll grab the cats give me a second go grab the cats frank oh my god <laughs> yes That's the thing that I, I miss about uh, living on the third floor of an apartment building. No stray cats wandering onto my balcony. I get no yeah, but, stray cat wandering into my life. Yeah, but Canada also very lacks of stray cats because of, uh, of course, the uh, what I like to call the cat killer known as winter. Oh, shit. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, you ever, but in Vancouver, yeah. though. How many stray? Oh. oh. This one's called Loki. Oh. I got to I'll be right back. Multiverges? Where are you going, Chris? I have to pee so bad. All yeah, right. Yeah, piss it up, dog. Um, um, I have another one called Thor, but he immediately ran away. That makes sense. How? Because I think you posted on Instagram or told me that one of them. Yeah, fucking have a great time. Um, what are you smoking, by the way? This is a very LA conversation. It's where you ask someone who's about to smoke weed the strain. And then oh, you have an yeah. eight minute conversation about the potency. Also, yeah. I want you all to know this, by the way. Frank does not fuck around. We did a show together, and the amount of weed you smoked before going on and just coming across as sober as I was. Which was, was this? At the Blind Barber. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised. You did a big old dab and then walked on stage. Like, it was, it was badass, but also like, yeah, I was wearing all fucking uh, uh, yeah. like, little camouflage bodysuit. You look like the guy who's in the band that's about to get kicked out because his ego's out of control. That's what you looked like that day. Like you were just, you were in matching um, tie-dye. Tie and oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, go. So, uh, oh, God, is probably what Ted was trying to say. So weed has the same kind of wankers craft beer has now. Oh, so much worse, mate. Yeah. Um, well, uh, dude, what's gonna happen with weed and beer is gonna be crazy because now they're starting to put terpenes in um, beer, uh, so it's not THC; it's just the flavor of weed. So there's, yeah, it's because uh, weed and hops are like cousins. So there's a lot of uh, weed heads that love like craft beers and stuff, and so they're starting to make like microbrews and so it's it's a lot of worlds are colliding. Selk, I cannot like I was never a weed guy until this year. Like I even to this point of I Frank and I have grown closer because he's done the stream. We see each other more at shows. 
Like we, he was always someone that I'd say hello to. But one of the things I was like, Frank knows weed. I'm going to message him when I decided to sm start smoking weed to be like, how do I start this? Because I want to be having fun like the stoners in LA I see, not the like stoners that I remember, which was just losers on a couch. And what it is, I've learned, figured this out, is you just, whatever you're smoking that day, start with a sativa because you'll be up and that guilt will carry you towards bedtime is what I also have said. Like you just need, that's that's my only piece of advice. Start one sativa and then you're rolling strong. Yeah, I've done dabs at like, like sometimes I wake up, I'll do a dab. Um, I've done 100 milligrams at like 10 a.m. just because I'm like, I have nothing else to do today. And then, you know, my wife comes home at five and I'll just wake up and she's like, oh, were you busy today? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> what I like is you lie to your wife, but then always talk to me about it on a podcast, which she, if wanted to, she could listen and find out how yeah. not busy you are sometimes. <laughs> my wife's not listening to any podcast I do. Who's <laughs> <laughs> having a cigarette. Yeah, well, I saw I saw fucking Frank smoking, and I was like, I want to get in on this. Uh, I still wake and bake. Uh, coming in from Aida, I still wake and bake before work every day. So I woke and bake. Was that last woke, week? It was last week. Woke I tried and woke. Whatever. It's, I don't. Well, that's what it is. Passively, you know what I mean. In the past, uh, I tried it. I didn't like it at all because it was all the fun relaxation of weed, but I just had to do my day. Like I had to, like, I, and I didn't have. Like the fun at the end of like, okay, work's done. I'm going to get stoned outside and hang out. It's now I'm just like, oh, now I got to go fucking send emails to hyenas in Dallas. This sucks. <laughs> it's, not, it's not for responsible people, John. When I did it, I was, you know, in my, in my early 20s. And all I did, I worked at a bar two nights a week and a cafe a couple nights a week. And I did open mic comedy. So I had there's, nothing. There's some people that can absolutely function. Like I can function on it. Dude, I've heard stories of like, uh, the Wayne's brothers, they were just amazing all the, all the time, just con but just going into meetings. Like you hear about Snoop Dogg, who's like doing everything on weed, you know, and you're like, well, oh, okay. my God, it can be done. So the I, I did a music festival that Snoop Dogg played at um, and the like the comedy tent was here and then the music tent was there and the like the head of the festival came to see how the comedy was doing. And I was just like, hey, out of curiosity, what's it like working with Snoop Dogg? And he said greatest experience with a celebrity i've ever had apparently snoop was like i will be there for sound check oh no it was snoop's people uh and they were like he'll be there for sound check he likes to sound check here's how many people just be aware he smokes weed everywhere there is no no smoke like you can try you do not stop him because all he's gonna do is go i'm snoop dog and then just start smoking more weed so just be aware did, did you see him happening. pass a joint to that cop no, can we? Where's this video? Find this video. Let's there's find this there's video. footage of him. He's like, he just he, he's smoking it. He just like bumps a cop, and the cop's like, ah, no, thanks. And then Sue bumps him again. And the cop goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at, the comedy, at the Comedy Central taping, I remember it was uh, it was the he was just handing out joints. He had a box. He was handing out joints to people in the audience, and people were just smoking, and it was hysterical because they were like. They'd be like, no one can smoke here except Snoop Dogg. So as he'd pass it to people, people would like hit it and eventually get down the line and you'd see like a production person grab the joint and like take it away. It <laughs> I mean, the other thing that oh, I did man. know is he has a guy that just rolls joints for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's honest. Just staff. a professional roller, like a, like a Cuban cigar <laughs> roller kind of idea. I mean, bro, that's why I love JP. He's so knowledgeable, but also he's amazing at rolling joints. Like oh I want to take God, JP he is... with me everywhere. 
amazing at rolling jo those joints that we had that day. Also, by the way, JP, I was talking, I was messaging with him and he was like, do you want to come in for a consultation session? Now, I don't know what that is, but yes, I fucking do. Yeah. Um, Frank, Frank, what's, what's joint culture like post COVID or during COVID? Uh, most people don't share unless it's like, you know, someone you really like trust, you know what I mean? Like, but even then it's like, yeah. I, like, I remember standing in circles in the street and like a stranger would come up and go, can I get a hit of that? We go, yeah, of course, no problem. Yeah, you're like, and then now it's like, that's fucking wild. But the reason a crazy why, thing to have done. No, but the reason why was because it was illegal. It was illegal. It was illegal. So if you saw someone with weed, it's like, yeah, everyone, let's share a little bit of this that we got. That was That's where I always read it. Now that it's illegal, if someone's like, can I get a hit of that? It's like, no, you can get a hit of walking to that dispensary and follow and spending four dollars it's also not like it's also like <laughs> your dad your dad is showing john yeah i'm right <laughs> frank am i right yeah i See? remember my mom went and visited her friends and they were like all smoking joints like it was her and her friends from like high school yeah. and she was like, different moms. She was like very <laughs> different moms yeah, she was like let me get rid of that and they were like no just have a joint and they're like she's like, yeah. she like we're all adults we can afford our own weed it was so yeah <laughs> it's the that's same. what i'm saying it's very parent energy it is very, it's in the same way I'm 36 years old. If you invite me to a house party, I'm gonna bring some booze, but there should also be booze on offer. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. it's yeah, yeah. BYOB is specified, you're providing the liquor, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, there should be there should be at least like like one bottle of generic spit, like two bottles of spirits and yeah. some beers in the fridge. I completely and agree. maybe a box of wine. Definitely a box of wine. Also, oh. I I do also like that bladder that's in the box of wine. That's how you know a house party is really good is when the box has been ripped open and that bladder is just <laughs> spent in the sink like like a robot's <laughs> vagina. Just like, ah, we got everything we needed out of this. Uh, I, uh, I stopped drinking. So now whenever I go to like parties, I always feel weird because I'm like uh, the guy who's like, can I get the Coke? And they're like, this is for the mixer. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a Coke? <laughs> I haven't officially stopped drinking, but I just like... I'm just, I hate this. Also, someone put in the chat, I think it was Patty Patman, that I started smoking weed the same year as Kevin Smith did, which is, that's not good. Smoking weed heavy. But I just vastly preferred getting stoned, getting stoned and going to a party because it's also like, I actually am enjoying strangers yeah. and I don't feel like nervous. Also, that thing with like weed, all that's going to happen is I'm going to fall asleep. So there's no nervousness of i'll have like 40 white claws and call someone a cunt like it'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> like why did i text my ex from 20 years ago you're like yeah, oh, exactly. oh, alcohol yeah. yeah like if i'm stoned it'll be like why did i text myself get pizza hat and then i'll be like hang on i got it <laughs> oh i thought about it how those you know how there's those nacho hats with the cheese and the simpsons why isn't there something like that but it's pizza little thing a ranch that's a heavy hat. That's a really oh, heavy hat. <laughs> uh, I keep Double cheese. <laughs> oh, is this yeah, the got... video? Oh, this is the smoking video. Yeah, we're going to watch this now. It's real good. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I hope it's good. Already, by the way, the other thing that's good about Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg looks exactly the way you want Snoop Dogg to look. Like, Snoop Dogg's yeah. never in... If he's in a suit, it is lime green, and it has his own fucking face on it. Let's hit it. And I love that he's not angry anymore. Well, there, oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they didn't have him turning it down. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, I apologize. I have to use the restroom real quick.
See, Frank. All good. <laughs> uh, then you have to keep killing me. All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got I got drunk at a party on Halloween, <laughs> and uh, I can't remember if I I think I talked about this, and I just bullied a guy into proposing to his girlfriend. Did he do it? No, because I in the end I was like, this isn't good, and I turned to her. I was like, but for real, this isn't how you want it to happen, though, is it? And she was like. No, that would be a nightmare. I want a big thing. I was like, so you're glad he's not proposing. Let's let's turn this off. But I just, I spent a full half hour just fucking with this relationship, just and out of pure mischief. And, you're, and this is a Draghi's know this. Chris Betts is the best person at not seeming drunk. And then yeah. you're like, how much have you had to drink today? And then he just holds up a bag of empty bot. All of this, yeah. and you're like. <laughs> You're driving this boat. And you're like, that's right. It's a bad idea. Like it's just you're always like, oh shit. I thought I thought yeah. we had an adult here. It just turns out we have two kids in a trench coat. That's part of the danger is because I seem responsible you and then I so responsible. And I get super mischievous. And so I just give people terrible ideas because I think it's funny. And then they're like, Well, he seems sober. This is probably a better idea than I think it is. And then this I just my, laugh while they do this, terrible things. This is my problem is I, I seem really drunk when I'm drunk. And then when I black out, I seem like I've sobered up. But no, I've just now uh, blacked out because I was just my brain is like, well, there's no talking. Um, oh, my God. Um, Snoop Dogg, 150 euro for the ticket. That's ridiculous. Oh, uh, the greatest thing about Snoop is Snoop Dogg with all of the like, I am a pimp. <laughs> I'm going to make mm-hmm. porn. All of that is bullshit. Snoop Dogg's manager is his wife. Yeah. And there's a, there's some interview or video where she was very briefly like spoken. And like, everyone's like, Snoop, this, Snoop, this. And she's just like, no, Calvin, that's stupid. And you're just like, yeah. oh, I get all of this. I understand all of this is, yeah, you're Snoop to everyone else. But you're Calvin. He's aged. Oh yeah, he's Calvin Brodus at home. He's yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> I want to smoke weed in the house. Oh, that's interesting yeah. because I don't want you to do that. Yeah, you have a whole room for that, Calvin. Go mm. to your weed room. I just love that, like, because he was an angry young man. You listen to his early stuff. Snoop Doggy Dog was an angry young man. Murder was a case that they gave me, and now he is so chill. So he just true. wants everyone to have a good time. It's it's. I think I've talked about this before, but have you watched the verses? So verses was that like online sort of uh, uh, hip hop acts go back to back and they see who has more hits. No, and it was a, it was a thing that it was a thing that came out of COVID, and it's fucking awesome. There's an incredible one of uh, uh, Method Man and Red Man. Can we watch um, this? Is this a thing that's? They're like they're like an hour and a half long. They're super long, um, oh, but they're really fun. But there was a, a Snoop did one with DMX before he died, and DMX came in kind of like. Like, you know, DMX, like a little bit angry, um, wanting to win. And it was totally undermined by Snoop Dogg just dancing in the background to all of DMX's songs. <laughs> He's just having such a good time. He's acting as DMX's hype man. It was just, <laughs> by the end, DMX was laughing. They're all just having a good time. It's like, Snoop is a really positive influence, it seems, on every every situation he's in. Yeah, which I'm I would gonna... not have guessed by young Snoop. Yeah, I'm going to throw this out there also about DMX. DMX quietly... Uh, what uh, ne- never got his due was how impactful he was bringing hip hop into the mainstream. DMX. It was only when he Until died. He died. Right? Yeah. yeah, when he died is when everyone was like, "Oh yeah, everyone likes party up." If that came on, yeah. that could be played at my yeah. At my boom, boom, If that's playing at my mom's funeral, I'm like, that's an all right day, actually. You know what I mean? Like, X gonna give it to you? 
Oh, <laughs> stop, drop, open up shop. Come on. Oh, oh my God. You can also greatest music. What a misrepresentation of what New York is. Like, it's so, I remember watching that and being like, whoa, in the ghetto, they have four wheelers. No, <laughs> they gave, they gave DMX a million dollars and he bought eight guys, eight four wheelers. Like it's. Like it's just so fucking ridiculous. Oh, that video scared the shit out of suburban teenage Chris Betts. I was really? like, "Oh my god, what is this group of people? They're the most powerful people I've ever seen in my life." I like mean, it was a, it was, it was a slice of a, 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 a slice of existence that I'd never even considered before. Um, Patty Padman, bring up the big point. Um, yeah, I still find it hard to listen to DMX because of the lyrics of "Where my hood at." See you, Chris. Um, yeah, I think we can all agree. Where my hood at is a bit, uh, shall we say? Hold on, let me. I gotta see. I gotta see what the lyrics are. I yeah, mean, I don't think I know where my hood at. Frank, whatever you do, do not read them out loud because you will be canceled. <laughs> I think where my hood's at is like the the amount of times the N word is said. I think it's where my hood's at, where it's like, like it's like that. If, if this is the censored version, and now where's my hood at? The song is over. Like it is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, I think it's the part where he goes, uh... Easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see where we're going. <laughs> I <can look> problematic. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, because it, it also it lulls you in because the beginning of it is yo, yo, the dog is here three times. Then where the East Coast at, where the West Coast at, where the Midwest at. And also, I don't know what he's referring to when he says where the dirty, dirty at. I'm I'm reading it now. And yeah, there's a there's an abundance of N words, even for oh, DMX. It takes a real. A... So we get through that. And then where the West Coast at or the and then. Where the hood at? Where the hood at? Where the hood at? And then if you're singing that in the car, oh, yeah, there it roll is. up the windows, my friend. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I have to agree very much with Patty Padman. It is nice that he's giving the Midwest a shout. Like, he knows who's buying his records. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, and I can't stress this enough. He did star in a movie with Steven Seagal where he is both right. a drug dealer and a tech billionaire. Dude's got skills. He's multifaceted. Beardy Noise, welcome aboard Beardy Noise. Hey, um, Beardy, what's up? Oh, Frank, you're looking radiant today. Oh, thank you so much. Um, my mind just went blank. Uh, Patty, no one has ever forgotten Cradle to the Grave. It's a cinematic masterpiece. It's, it's him and Jet Li, right? Him, Jet Li, and Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought that that was Romeo Must Die, and I oh, don't think Oh, you're DMX right. That might be Romeo that. Must Die. I do miss, and this is a thing they don't do anymore, is that you got a certain level of hip-hop fame, and then you just did three very badly produced crime movies. Like, why is no one talking about Belly anymore? They are just not in white circles. I've been What's listening to some. I've been I've been listening to some uh, hip hop podcasts and some basketball podcasts. Belly comes up a lot. Oh, <laughs> Do you not know what Belly is, Frank? Nas, Nas stars in Belly. Well, maybe not stars, but he's Whoa, like a big part. We're watching Belly. the trailer to Belly right now. I cannot believe you're not that much younger than us. Like Belly, R. Just... R. Kelly, and oh no, DMX and Nas. That's right. 
Yeah, no, uh, R. Kelly is not in Belly. R. Kelly's in a lot of movies, though. Um, I mean, oh, there it is right there. Oh, the Belly trailer. I yeah, want Jeff you to know, though, I also cannot remember the plot. I know I've seen this movie. I have no idea what the plot is. Uh, it's like a uh, like a drug dealer sort of movie. So I've been listening to a podcast about the the Wire, and they were comparing uh, uh, Belly to the Wire. And they were like, Belly just didn't really get into the truth of it. I was like, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the movie starring Nas didn't get into the truth of it. You pricks! All right, let's get to it. It's a regular night for us. Slow down, motherfucker. We off the flock, man. Damn, son, we done lit that thing here, son. Niggas killed that bitch. It's so dark. Yeah. My name is Sensei. Me and Bundy, Buns, that is, or Tommy for short, we like make it happen. Since kids, we was like Butch and Sundance, outlaw niggas, doing anything to get the dog. I want to say this right now. First of all, it's like watching it's it feels like Belly was written because someone watched let's do a Bronx tale, but black people. And like oh. I didn't even connect that until right now. Also, I don't think this is the trailer. Also, good fellas. Because this is very like like the, the 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 speaking over it and the describing of the situation and who everyone is. It's a very yeah. Henry Hill beginning to a film. I'm finding this fucking trailer. Where's this fucking? Oh, this may show. If I just go to this. Oh, here we go. Now I got the trailer. I got it. I got it. Oh, everybody, Frank, calm down. It's a much better representation because it's not just the beginning of the movie. Uh, boom. That was so and... dark. There were like no lights in that. Yeah. See, now this is much better. Uh... Tommy Boy. Oh, it's, it's Tommy Boy. <laughs> Thank you for the subscription, David Hoare. You continue David. to be David. That cage is too small for those dogs. Yeah, I feel that those dogs are being mistreated. Also, this movie was very action-packed and exciting. Every trailer just makes it DMX is driving around upstate New York in a nice car. Yeah, I think this is a scene. Yeah, it's a preview. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm going to say it. Okay, I got one. Patty Padman just posted one. I got it. I got it. We're going to find a fucking preview You're for Bill. fucking <laughs> going to show Frank a trailer to this movie or inadvertently show him every clip of this movie. All right, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, where are we? There we go. I got too many tabs. You're the only one I got in my corner, man. Here we go. Don't cross me. Got you. From artist and entertainment, nice, and director Hype Williams. Yeah, oh, the Hype Williams joint. The innovator, the one that started it all. Belly now available on special edition DVD. Oh no! This isn't a trailer. It's an advertisement. Oh no! A sixteen by nine master feature. Five point one DTS. 
It's just an ad for the DVD. Again, we're still on the hunt for a fucking trailer for Belly. <laughs> I mean, this is such a nightmare. Also, um, Frank, can you explain this? Hi, Frank. When Bert shared your video, I was like, I know that man, who that man is. He's the magical space bong man. <laughs> oh, wait, Bert, when did Bert share a video? Yeah, Bert. I assume Bert Kreischer. I really yeah. hope it was yeah. Bert from Bert and Ernie. Also, by the way, Bert Kreischer is now arena comedian level fame. Yep. Really, I really enjoy it for no other reason where it's just like it's a guy telling jokes, taking a shirt off. And the fact that that guy's famous, there was hope for all of us. Dude, it was great because I remember when I was with him when he was doing his theater run and he was just like, it's just so funny to see how everyone always like, no matter what level we're at, we're always worrying about the next step. Because he was, I just remember him being like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to make arenas. And I was like, dude, you're going to do arenas. And then like now he's like doing arenas. And it's just like, it's so funny where it's like, no matter what, we'll always do that to ourselves. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember it's being something. with him in Denver being like, I'm never going to get past as a paid regular. I just want to make it. And he was just like, it's going to happen. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, now he's got a movie that he wrote and is starring in. Yeah, yeah like from his story. story. Yeah, the machine story into a movie with Mark fucking Hamill. Yeah, fucking Luke Skywalker, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, also, his special that came out during COVID. Re like, I've watched that fucking thing, like Hey Big Boy, like four yeah. times because it's just joyous comedy. Like, it's literally just a goofball being goofy. Yeah. It's there's no thinking. There's no like. He there's no moment where he pulls up a stool and says, "Let me tell you about trans people." You know what I'm saying? Like you just, yeah. <laughs> his comedy reminds me that it's like, yeah, man, it's okay to be silly and funny. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Like it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, he's a he's a boo boo head talking about his family, and it is so it's so enthralling. Now, yeah. Frank Castillo, that's the magic space bong man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frank Magic Space Bong Man. <laughs> We got um, it. Let's see if this is the theatrical trailer to Belly. Hit it's it. Mad money, it it. Uh, mad money out here, dog. You trying to get it? No. You going to bust your gun to get it? Whatever, yo. Why is it shot so darkly? I hear you talking. You know what it probably is? Uh, white lighting directors. You tell me that there's love here, but to me it's late. Death with all the blood here, dealing with Satan. I don't know. Hard to keep. I still like the way it looks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks super cool. Like, Hype Williams is fucking yeah. crazy talented. But yeah, apparently, that was a. I remember reading, I can't remember who had a cover. It was like Tarashi P. Henson or something. And they were like, and she said, Yeah, we got it. Looks amazing because I got a black lady to do the lighting for it because she understands the lighting for black skin is different than lighting for white skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> so important. So important. That shot was crazy. Who the fuck is he, Oz? Method Man? That shot's wild. Crazy. I mean, everyone should watch Belly. It's really enjoyable. Like, it's crazy. Um,. T-Boz from TLC. Is that who yeah. that is? Yeah. That's exciting. Um, friend of mine has a crazy story about Chili from um, TLC, which I will not oh, know. Oh, no. Sorry, Frank. Um, but, yeah, it's so fucking crazy. It was fascinating. It involves Trump. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, Loki. Um, this one's four. That one's Thor. Thor 
How can you tell them apart? Oh, no, wait. No, this one is Loki. He's darker. <laughs> <laughs> one's gold and one's dark. Um, it's, it's a little Frank says that. I cannot. T- oh, actually, no, that one looks different than the other one. He can't tell them apart. That's very good. Uh, what's everyone doing this week? I'm very excited in that I don't have to travel this week at all. And that's the first time I can say that in so many weeks. Um, this week, I, dude, I, yeah, I don't have anything to do this week. I unintentionally, so like last night, I accidentally got two extra guest spots. And then that was just a fun thing that happened. But I haven't, I don't think anything planned this week. And I think I'm just going to relax. I keep forgetting that not doing anything is normal. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you mean. Like I was saying this to uh, my Japanese friend and a couple of other people, which is it's like we were like trying to keep things going. So when the world opened up, we would have like other stuff that we would have done. So we didn't just sit on our asses for 18 months. And like at least speaking for me, it's like I have all of that stuff going and then all of my regular world stuff going. Mm. And it's just like, n- no, this is so much more work. And I'm just like, I need to enjoy my life a bit, for fuck's yeah. sake. That's what the coronavirus kind of made me. Once everything shut down, it was just kind of like, oh, it kind of made me be a person a little bit more because it was less stand up and it was just more just, you know, trying to survive. If you yeah. stayed in LA, there was no stand up for a while, and then we were just, I mean, it. Looking back, it was one of the saddest, most desperate moves we ever made, which was performing through the fucking. That's still building. wild to me. Dude. I love that. That's so fucking funny. I mean, and then there was a week, and I, Frank will not remember this, even though his body was there, because I have never seen you more stoned in my life. There was a week where you performed in the belly room, and then it was projected into the parking lot. And I know this because Frank was sat at a desk hosting. And- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah, remember how crazy it got during coronavirus? And I remember I posted... Like a lot of people turned on each other. Like I like there's some comics who like I'm still gonna try to do it and make it, and then other people are like, whoever's doing stand up now is a fucking Nazi. And you're like, oh, I remember no. this. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, like I saw a couple of posts like to the people down at the store, please know you're hosting a super spreader event. And I wanted to be like, there is five people here. They are <laughs> they are not laughing because it is very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> and I yeah. think they'd rather have coronavirus. Yeah, and listen, if if I we are doing our the God the Lord's work, it is the audience is two quiet people and three OnlyFans models. Yeah, uh, and a lot of comedians that just seem so happy to have some sense of community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was so funny. I remember it was like the day everything started opening back up. I posted too on Twitter and Instagram, and I think some people actually reminded me that I posted this. But I was like. Hey, now that everything's opening back up with the comedy community, I just want to remind everybody that I remember every single thing that you said about the comedy store, and I will not forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> is- so it didn't mellow. Didn't mellow during lockdown I'm, then. I'm never it's gonna got petty. the crazy shit y'all motherfuckers said. And then, yeah, it was so this funny. Is- this is why I like being friends with Frank is that I feel like we have a very similar enemies list, but Frank has just a little bit more juice in the community. So his Instagram stories are, it's very fun. Cause it'll be like three stories about a cat. He's doing a dab. And then like, I just want to let everyone know that I know Doug Henman's a piece of shit. <laughs> for you, motherfucker. And then the next one's like you and your wife having tea. It's like, it's so schizophrenic. It's just like, it's so odd too. It was like, uh, it was like a, you know, yeah, it's 
and, and whenever people find out like the people that I don't like or the beefs that I have, they're always just like, that actually makes sense. And the reasoning's pretty spot on. And I'm like, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm a nice person that checked IDs for a long time. You want to name some names right now? You want to yeah, give us please. some exclusives on the Untitled Twitch like stream? Is, but yeah, come on, buddy. You know, uh, help us on Reddit. <laughs> uh, well, all right. So there's, uh, so there's. You don't there's... actually have to do it. Don't. Yes, you do. Shut up, John. Shut up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> um, the thing I recently heard was, uh, you know, there's a lot of like nepotism and everything, especially comedy. Um, yeah. but there's uh, a person who's doing stand-up whose family works for a pretty big agency, right? And she's, yeah, or, oh, damn. And this person uh, is also dating someone that is also, from what I understand, a pretty decent agent right now go into the private chat and put if you're not going to name you got to tell us the name yeah. and they're not good at, they're not their their skill don't match the opportunities they get so it's like you look on instagram and you're like wow this person's like headlining a lot of stuff like how the fuck is and then like everyone that i talk to i'm like have you seen the set like how is it good and they're like oh this person's bad and they're like well how are we how is it that this is just like fine and then you find out it's because of nepotism and because okay, of dating and then you're like oh you can't you can't what? say this out in public because uh, I, I think I know who it is. I think I've gleaned. Put it in the private chat. Private Put it in the private chat. I need to know who this is. Oh, 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 man. Oh, hang on. I'm cross-referencing. Yeah, got to take a look. Got to take a look. <laughs> oh, I do know who this is. Oh, this makes a lot of sense. This actually yep. makes so much sense. This makes yep. so much fucking sense. So then it's like you hear stories like this happen, and then you're like, oh, guys like me who are like hardworking from a fucking margin, whatever box you want to fucking put me in that, that the industry tries to push, was just like, you know, shit like this happens, and it's kind of like, oh, that is literally a spot that's supposed to go to someone else. That's a Thursday that's supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. And we can do the job. Also, I would like to point out, by the way, that this has really made my laugh beardy noise. Uh, my beef is with John Hastings. This feverly supporting UTS is just a long game plan. It's not Rebecca Vardy's account. Rebecca Vardy's account. Oh, yeah. so who's Rebecca Vardy? Uh, it is not Ashley Manning. Um, but what I enjoy about that piece of information is I saw that individual on a couple of lineups, and I was like, what the fuck is fucking happening here? It's and one of that piece of information i just go like oh that's fine because all of those people get found out and it goes so bad for them so bad because no matter what you do if you ask and ask and ask and ask and ask you'll get the opportunity but yo minute 20 into that opportunity and you're not fucking doing your job mm -hmm. people realize quickly yeah also, like la comedy and get a lot of opportunities once like LA, LA comedy is like it's a weird mix of a sewing circle and the mafia in that there's like a bunch of weird rules that you can just be like, which I sort of did, which I was like, I don't know about this, and I've been doing this too long, so I'm just gonna kind of do whatever and figure it out. And everyone's like, All right, he's one of those figuring it out, do whatever guys. Everyone know that, okay? <laughs> but like it there's so much like Oh, you can't actually talk to that guy and then that guy because they've been enemies since the last Polish High Holy Feast Day, stuff like that. But just knowing that like there's a nepotism thing going on, that's important to make sense for the Linus. But also, if someone puts you on like a big high profile show in the city and you fuck up even a little bit, like they will never forget and mm. never ever 
stop talking about how much of a fuck face. There is a guy here who Chris maybe know, and I'm sure Frank will Grab know. Chat. Grab course, chat. That really bugged the shit out of a lot of show producers, and his name is still fucking not loved. Well, people love those stories, especially like if you see them killing later. Oh, shit. That's so funny. That's so (laughs) funny. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who, I wonder, I always wonder what the stories are about me. You know what I mean? Because I'd rather people be like, Frank showed up high as shit, hilarious, and it was, you know what I mean? But I'd rather that. Yeah. Then, like, you know, Frank was an asshole. Frank, you know what I mean? Like, he's entitled or whatever. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. I would say you don't need to worry about asshole or entitled. You're a pretty jovial guy. I worry about asshole with me because I can get pretty quiet and nervous. And people, cut, that does come across as aloof. To the point that one person once said, while well, I was having a full panic attack, why are you so aloof and quiet like an asshole? And I said, I'm having a panic attack. And they went, you don't have panic attacks. And I was like... Yeah. I don't. And then I was like, <laughs> everyone loves a fuck up story, man. It's like, it's great. You know? Oh, yeah. People yeah, love those more right. than people like crushing. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so much more oh, fun yeah. to tell. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So much more fun to tell. Yeah. yeah. And like, you can always tell, like, you're standing in the community, like, when you get something and people are like, fuck yeah, congratulations. And then you're like, oh, okay. People are genuinely excited to see me succeed. That's a good feeling. But yeah. there's some people who post them like, I got this big thing. And they'll get like 10 likes. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah. It's very funny. I always struggled with. Green rooms are on fire today. That's what oh, see some days too. Oh, there are some days where you're just like, I'm like, I cannot wait to go to a show because someone yeah. is going to bring this up anyway yeah. i remember when i did america's got talent and i was like i knew i needed to get this to go viral and i so i was like you if this is a good when it airs and it's a good clip you're gonna have to just do the thing that no one talks about that everyone does which is literally email everyone in your followers list that has any standing in stand-up and ask them to repost the clip i don't know if we're supposed to talk about this but none of that ever happens organically the i am message you about every two to three weeks i will get a message of hey could you post this and then i either ignore it or do it and it was a re- i was so nervous to do that because i was like what if i send 400 emails and three people post it like, yeah. like i will look like such a bag of shit yeah. and luckily that wasn't the situation thank god but it was such an odd ordeal to go through of like what do i fucking do in this moment like this is crazy yeah, yeah that is also an odd feeling like, like i get that too like i'm at this like i don't have an agent i have a manager but the thing I've been realizing is, like, anytime I talk to any other comic about an agent, they're always just like, you don't have an agent? I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, well, you should have just asked us. We all assumed you had an agent. Like, we can just recommend you to blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, sometimes it's just an ask. Yeah. 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 That's I'm amazed thing. at how often you go, I, I don't know how to do this. And people go, I can't wait to help you right now. Yeah, Let's yeah. do that. Let's go out. We'll fix this. And that's the weird thing about comedy is it's the most and least supportive thing I've ever been involved in. Yeah. Because Where people will go out, but they will also fucking. Here's it's the like thing. this weird thing of like, you know, when you're younger in comedy, you, you know, ask and ask and ask and fuck up the opportunity. You really don't want to do that. But then the, it almost comes to this point where you get so late in the game, not late in the game, but you're just. When you are ready to actually start asking, you're like, oh, I've been told not to ask my whole career. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. What it is, is is that 
we're good people that know that to ask for those opportunities because who's ruined them are those chancers that literally just straight up ask you, ask people like, can I have your agent? All that sort of stuff. They ruin it for people that are trying to just humbly go along with their career. Mm, yeah. 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 That's basically yeah. what the deal yeah, is. Yeah. You just don't yeah. want to look like that person. And we all have one of those people in our minds right now. I mean, we're all thinking of the uh, the person that that is I, to us. Chris, <laughs> I bet you I we're thinking of the same guy, and I bet you Frank probably is thinking could think of this man too. Let's go to that private chat. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> he was one. Um, here's a, here's another one that actually surprised me, and I got a lot of love for this person, but I worry I worry about coming across like them because they've uh, left it. Left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Oh yeah, you wouldn't know this person, uh, Frank. But yeah, no, that's an interesting one. That yeah, that what that is is that is a person bringing the wrong energy to the environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. we weren't on stream and this person wasn't a, who the fuck is that guy? That name, I hate that last name. That's a douchebag last name right there. Because oh, I guarantee gross. I'm pronouncing it wrong. And they're they gonna be like, up, uh, they're one of the people that opened up for Dalia and was named in the. Uh, oh, it's that. Guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, we had uh, tried to come back to the store, and the store was just like, nah, good. Yeah, I was literally about to ask because I heard a rumor that he's, he's that's working. what happened. That he's someone went the and you know, it's so funny to me, and this is the thing that drives me fucking crazy. So, the whole Delia stuff happened, right? There was a few uh, female comics that, you know, threw out some fire tweets. Mm -hmm. and those blew up, right? They got in articles and all this whole thing. It was a whole thing, right? And they got a nice bump. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of them, like, made fun of the store, attacked it because that was a club he performed at all the time. The store told him no when he tried to come back. No one said shit. No one's talking about that. No one's like, you know what I mean? Laugh Factory's bringing them back. Improv, all these other places are bringing them back. Everyone's quiet again. All the same people that were making these comments that got the bump. Yeah. Good fucking sign. They give a shit less now. Yeah, they, yeah. You know what I mean? They got fucking vulture uh, name drops. They got fucking podcasts they're doing. They got agents now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just so funny to see how like this weird, this weird. I don't know. It's just this weird thing that happened. You know? And it's what, like we're I saying mean, the right thing gets you a nice bump, as right as it is. Yeah. Well, there's something to there's there's something to be said. I've talked like I've I've talked about this on here before. Like 98% of people are cowards, um, and so like I always take that in when people are like they're talking now they're not talking at this time, and it's like when they talked, it was safe to talk. He was public enemy number one. He was fucking the number one trending thing. We had that video with the curb song. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my oh, life. Can we watch it? Again? <laughs> can we watch it again? Let's yeah, watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, but now when it's like things have sort of settled down, I, I guarantee most people that aren't comedy like uh, uh, nerds aren't don't remember what he did. They just remember like the name, and there's like a weird feeling about him. Um, yeah. And so when you get to that point, then when you speak out, now you're risking things. Now it's like, oh, if I talk shit, because maybe then the Laugh Factory won't book me because I made them look bad. Maybe yeah. X, maybe X agent will talk to me because everyone else has forgiven him. And that's when it gets, and that's why victims don't speak out either is because like, there's a lot to fucking lose to talk out at these yeah. times. And, and so I'm sort of like, I'm torn a, on the, on that stuff. Cause it's a, it's a rough spot. It's a rough spot. And also like, uh, it was so funny cause, uh, so he judged my first TV experience on roast battle and that episode mm -hmm. scrubbed from the internet. 
So I was saying, I was like, one of the arguments I was making was like, it's like, it's crazy. It's like all these people that made the comments that got the bump and aren't saying anything now, the six comics who were from marginalized communities who were the first time on TV got that shit pulled. Yeah. So it, was just, it was like, it was like, that's just the, that didn't really help yeah. anybody. Yeah, Delia yeah, still's got the dope house. He's still got his podcast. You know, the girl settled out of court. Yeah. So the only people that are left holding the bag are the six people whose fucking first time it was on TV. Yeah. Well, and, and by the way, and some of those people, it's their only time on TV. That's the other thing that no one talks about. And it's also going to what you guys are saying about Bravia. I, in the last year, have really struggled with that. I've had to work a lot of it on therapy because of just a lot of the things that have happened in my life of divorce, all that sort of stuff. It triggers a lot of me feeling like I don't stand up for myself. I have a lot of weakness in that area. And it's understanding, especially in our society now. And by the way, what a funny subject. Um, it, it, of society now? Uh, of <laughs> the idea of you like going on twitter and going like this guy everyone's already attacking that's not actually that brave that's it's yeah. one of those things where it's you see that guy behaving shittily at the store and you walk up and go do hey, that man. again and i'll throw you through a fucking wall and i don't care that your dad directed boston legal you stringy weird creep like that's, true. that's the thing <laughs> like it's also that thing of like let's call it what it is by the way, and this is the thing that always pisses me off, is the reason why that guy got called out is no one liked him. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, there's another guy that got called out at a very similar time that a lot of people like. And, ooh, he skated on by, didn't he? Who's that? Probably the chat. I will put or it public chat. Fuck it. Uh, no, there's... <laughs> I don't want to affect anyone's brand that's yeah. on the show. If you're not, <laughs> not, not to get into brave talk, it's just <laughs> one of us might have a career they want to protect, and I'm not gonna make that decision for one of us. I that's, mean, I yeah. haven't. You know what I mean? I, he handed me a trophy. Oh, that was that's it. right. Yeah, yeah see? that's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Steve Mooney is not James Gordon. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, I do have to go pick up my wife from Hamilton in like 10 minutes. Okay. Oh, great. What Real quick. Great. Have you been following Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns? No. What's going on with him? Okay. He's a new guy that's getting tossed out. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. So, all right. You have 10 minutes. We're going to talk about this for nine minutes. Then we're watching the Delia clip. Then Frank is going to go. You guys are all going to follow him. Frank, give out your socials now. Yeah, do your plugs um, now. You know, on Instagram, uh, Peaked TV is a podcast I do on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, follow me on Instagram. It's where I got everything. Frank and Steel? It's really yeah, good. Follow, his stories are a good are they're a good around 11. Frank gets his stories rolling on Instagram. <laughs> good cat content. A couple wow. of beefs. And then he's smoking weed. It's very good. <laughs> cat, cat, cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tammy uh, Hempton can suck my ass. Cat, 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 cat. Yeah. Weed. It's great. It's great stuff. I got shit about weed influencers recently. It's been pretty great. Um, all right. So, oh, there we go. Chris, take us through what's happening with this fucking guy. Nice. So, uh, he's he's been the owner of uh, Phoenix Suns forever, like pre-Steve Nash era. Like, he's, he's owned them for a fucking long time. Uh, recent, so, about three or four weeks ago, stories started coming out of, like, there's a news story that's going to drop about Robert Sarver. Uh, and they were like racist, and we went probably he's a fucking billionaire. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's, owns, uh, he, he owns a basketball team. Yeah, like, but, but then there was no follow through, and everyone was like, maybe this is like a weird tweet. Maybe <laughs> someone's kind of fucking with him. And then the story drops on ESPN. Everyone should read it. It's so long. 
<laughs> Did, let, let's put it this way. Does he love uh, DMX's uh, Where the Hood At? Oh, buddy. It's the song he's identified with most in his life. Um, he starts He starts just throwing the N-word out in meetings. And they were like, and his staff were like, you can't say that. And he's like, but Draymond Green says it all the time. <laughs> That was his excuse. Draymond Green says it all. How does he say it? Was he like, "Yo, what's up, my"? And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, is he jovial, cordial? So, so he wanted he wanted to bring in a black coach because he said, and I quote: "These N words need an N word." He is all the way in. And I was like, so I'm reading all this stuff, and I was like, oh damn, this is like wild. And he gets in arguments with people about why can't he use it and shit like that. And then uh, they go into the misogyny part. And he talks about, he was in a meeting and he's passing around a picture of his wife in a bikini and he's just like, how fucking hot is she? Am I right? And then he, and then he just goes on and tells a bunch of stories about times she blew him in this like CEO basketball meeting. Am I the only one that feels like Mark Cuban is paying these guys to do it? Cause he's like, listen, I'm a D bag, but you guys are all way worse D bags. So can you get like... Because every time I'm doing this, I'm like, how has this not come out about Mark Cuban, a guy who talks about how he can't read the fountainhead too often or he'll get too pumped up and buy a business? Yeah. Like, how is that guy just like, man, could you all act a bit more like Mark Cuban, everyone? Well, I was, I was listening to a podcast with two. One of them, uh, um, it's it's called the... Uh... What is it? It's called Real Ones. It's on the Ringer Podcast Network, and it's Raja Bell, uh, who used to play for the Phoenix Suns, and so, like, knows Robert Sarver. The episode of that is fucking wild. He talks about um, he was supposed to be in the, the three-point competition at the All-Star Game, and his wife had a miscarriage, like, the day before the thing. And so Raja Bell's like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go be with my wife. Like, this is a nightmare. Um, and then I guess a few weeks later, he's on the team playing – um, and his wife's there, and she comes back, and she's fuming. She's like, "What?" He goes, "What's what's wrong?" She goes, "That motherfucker." He just comes up to me and he says, "You know, you're a very lucky woman to have a a, a lot of husbands wouldn't come back uh, for that. They would have uh, done the three point competition and just left it at that. Didn't say like I heard. I'm so sorry. Like I hope you're okay. No sympathy. Just straight into you're a fucking lucky lady because I would have divorced you." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I would have. He's like, I would have Chris Pratted you immediately. Yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's all the stories are fucking crazy. But one thing that they talked about on the podcast is, um, it's Rush Bell, and I wish I could remember his co-host name. Uh, who's like a great basketball journalist, and they, um, and they were like, listen, it's not just Sarver. We've all heard stories about other owners that are very much like this. To one of his employees, he went up to this lady, and he was like, wait a minute, I own you, right? And she's like, what? He's like, yeah, I, I own you. You're owned by me. It's like, what a wild thing to say to another person. Wow. Yeah, dude. So, like, the article is so fucking, it's so long. Here's I what just talked by 70 people, 70 sources on it. Here's what I also have been doing. I don't know if you guys, how much you guys like dip into the right wing news ecosystem. But they keep referring to the NFL and the NBA as the woke NBA and the woke NFL. And I keep being like, <laughs> do you not know what woke means? Because woke people don't – woke organizations aren't fronted by a guy who walks up to – I own you, right? Yeah. Now, you, pardon me. I'm about to hold a meeting. Now, where's my giant Afro wig and blown-up photo of my woman's asshole? We have to talk about the budget. <laughs> 
ridiculous. Also, <laughs> what I do, I will have to say about Bill, like the owners being outed, is who, like, what? How did they become successful and they think this is a good idea? Like, it, I just walk away being like, I could definitely be a billionaire. Like, there's like, I'm well, smart yeah. enough to know not to just start a meeting with N word, N word, N word, and N word. All right. Got that well, but that's that. why you won't what? make it because apparently that's how exactly how billionaires start all their meetings. And so, <laughs> yeah. and so you'd show up and they'd be like, intruder. Yeah. <laughs> Take this man's billions. Uh, woke in this context means televised. I can't wait to see this. This Delia clip is like, I have this as my ringtone. Have you, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please go file Frank Castillo. Also, I like, by the way, how we were like, yeah, man, you want to, you want to be brave. And then we didn't, uh, oh, never mind. I, I'm just being too much in my head about not outing someone, but that's fine. The information's out there. I just don't want to start a nonsense thing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all just enjoy Emphasis this. Emphasis on nonce. Oh, yeah, I heard you the nonce. seventh time, and I've ignored it. It's just a strong core. Very okay, SpongeBob-ish. But, 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 hold on a second. How, how did it come out? Like, how did they... The uh, boy's mother ended up finding it. Fucking Finding haters. it? What do you mean? It, it, Snapchat goes away, right? How they... He probably saved it. You can screen record, take screenshots. Wow. You got to know that that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said it says Dean's parent reportedly found the photos up on his phone, which he saved from Snapchat. Also, mom, could be in a cock block. My favorite part <laughs> is Brendan Schwab saying cock block. My favorite oh. thing. I mean, you gotta know that, right? And then it's I mean, just going, oh, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> I mean, shall we watch it one last time? And then, Frank, it's time for you to head to Hamilton. Yes, yeah. we can. We can watch it again, Boomstickery. Oh, okay. What's everyone's favorite part? Because my favorite part was Brendan Schwab saying, "Stop being a cockblock, mom." But I also really enjoy this fucking. Uh, also, um, uh, so many allegations. He had to start a podcast on Patreon. Uh, mm. Asshole in a sweater over here in the red chair. Just, um, just totally not saying anything you know what i mean just kind of like already knows he's like ah, i better avoid this topic mm. uh, <laughs> watch it seventh time and i've ignored it it's just a strong core very okay, spongebob ish <laughs> but, but, but hold on a second how, how did it come out like how did they the uh boy's mother so casual? ended up finding it Fucking finding haters. it what do you mean it, it snapchat goes away right how they he probably saved it you can screen record take screenshots that's it right there. That's gonna happen. <laughs> 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 yeah, he says Dean's parent reportedly found the photos on his phone, which he saved from Snapchat. That part, also, that's mom, my new favorite part. Right there, where he just did, like the Chrissy's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, I mean, Frank, you have to go. But Frank, thanks I want so much you for coming know, on. We Thank will be watching this clip a third time, and we will now be pausing at each moment to break it down. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Chris, for being our stunt Ashley for the day. Uh, it's so lovely, and I hope to see you around shows this week, buddy. Absolutely. Hit me up. We'll hang out. I love That's it. Fun. Sweet. Great, Great to see you, dude. Take see care. You, Bye. Frank is still everyone. Guy. What a good what a guy. Great guy. I'm really enjoying I have to say, by the way, I was dreading this. I got up at five to make a flight back here. 
Uh, and I am, I am, I'm going to go get some more coffee. I assume we're going to the top of the hour because we've been doing 90 minute shows for a while and I feel we should get, yeah, let's do that. You know what? I need to get some coffee too. Should we put on the, uh, the be right back video? Oh my God. Let's do that. We haven't, we never use the be right back. We video never use ever. the be right back video. Do you have it up? I've, I've got it. I've got it right here. All right. Uh, hit it. I'm going to get coffee and pee. You get coffee and pee and then we'll uh, take you all the way to the top of the, we're coming back taking you all the way to the top of the hour. We're going to be right back everyone for now. Enjoy. The greatest. Ooh, oh, there we go. Oh, there ah, we go. Enjoy. The untitled Twitch stream will be back in a moment. But we don't know where they've gone. Guess where they could be. Maybe they're out hunting moose. Maybe they're watching Michael Flat. Maybe they're trying to capture a fairy. Maybe they're sucking beards dry. Maybe they're sitting down to wipe. Maybe they're giving out Will Duggan's phone. Local baseball diamond in your area. Maybe they're out voting for Justin Trudeau. And we're back. Hi, everyone. How good is that video? Pretty fun. It's so good. Um, I hadn't heard the I, I hadn't heard a lot of the the things in it before because obviously we're on the rare times that we played it we always walked away, and um, he said, "What are they doing? Maybe they're giving out Will Duggan's phone number. I would like it." <laughs> I mean, I, I can we can he. I mean, a lot of you do just have Will Duggan's phone number. That's the funny thing about this yeah, whole thing. Great, I love that. Um, I did encourage that. I really did. <laughs> uh, jokes on you. I already have it. <laughs> <laughs> that was again um, by by the wonderful David Hoare, UGS's David Hoare. musical director. 
Yeah, uh, follow uh, him if you aren't. Check out his album. Uh, all of our uh, support him in all ways. Done by uh, Will uh, Christensen. Will Self does amazing stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Let's now break down this video. Okay, so right now you've got three. Let's be honest horrible people oh full losers full losers yeah, is like, brendan schwab the one who got famous because he was rogan's friend and then started doing stand-up and was so bad that even his fans were mad at him uh no he was just an mma fighter that i guess is friends with joe rogan and started doing stand-up um fun la gossip lore a couple of people he was hanging out at the store a lot getting a lot of spots at the comedy store and someone either on a podcast or and i also know to his face I believe said, uh, if Mitzi was alive, you wouldn't even be able to park cars, which I thought was so fucking mean. Like, this is like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <coughs> not wrong. I will say this, and I hope you're all, I hope whoever has the ability to trigger that alert is ready. Because guess who's always been very nice to me? Hey. Uh, he was wearing a pair of Air Jordans, and I walked by him, and I went, hey, man, this is a weird question. Where'd you get those, uh, oh, no, Air Maxes? I was like, are those new okay. or are those from a couple of years ago? I was like, a couple of years ago. I was like, ah, oh, shoot, and then we had a little chat. He's like, you come on, and I was like, yeah, and then we parted ways. Uh, Brian Callen, you might recognize from Mad TV and a raft of allegations. Oh, and... that's who that is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Callen, by the way, goes to the, um, <laughs> if I found out you were a creep, um, and I'm talking 10 years ago, someone was like, Brian Callum was in town. And he, I was like, all right. Yeah, there's some yeah. there's some fire to that smoky story. And then there's, of course, um, uh, yeah, John Hastings, never on the right side of his. Never. <laughs> yeah, never. The guy that we were talking about before that I didn't want to blow up, uh, of course, been so nice to me. Um, uh, find your roots is John Hastings. Find your roots is dark. <laughs> Oh, like I want to go on that show because I oh, I just know he'll be like, and I'll be like, let me guess, slave owners, and he'll be like, you wish they were slaves. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are they? And they're like, I, I've never seen this before. That, but they, it seems that their job was just bothering good people. They just, you know, you know, you know the guy in uh, Django Unchained with the dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's your great grandfather. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your great grandfather gave that guy the idea for the dogs. He walked up to him <laughs> and was like, "You should get some dogs." Um, I mean, yeah. All right. So then, can we also talk about the polo shirt? Never a good look. The buttoned up all the way polo shirt. Mm -hmm. You, you're rooting. You're. I end up on the wrong side of history because the wrong people are nice to me. You're headed towards the wrong side of history. You're yeah. willfully ignoring the way things are going. Yeah, you've made a choice there, big guy. That's um, <laughs> nobody, even golfers don't dress like that. They got a couple buttons undone, unless they're like champions. I mean, I guarantee, like, this is how this is what the garb that T Tiger Woods put on when he was about to go cheat on his wife. The fashion police are on alert. <laughs> so no one could see him. He just all, yeah. all in black, same outfit. Exactly. Exactly. He's in. I'm headed to the, the Waffle shadows. House. That's why he was doing all that Navy SEAL training. Um, also, I do you get, how do you feel about podcast studios? Like everything, like now that they have sofas and they're all on YouTube, I find it bizarre. I like it, man. I like, I was thinking the other day, I was, I was walking around, I was listening to uh, Whiskey Ginger, uh, the Andrew Santino's podcast. Um, and 
I was I was thinking about I was just like, man, if we had one, even then Ashley would have to be on a screen or one of us, like wherever we ended up, one yeah. of us would always have to be on a screen. So it wouldn't work for this. But yeah, I like it, man. I think it's nice. It gives you a, a, a sense of home. I always like to see like Adam and Dan and their have a word studio. Oh, Partly yeah, just because I'm like proud of them. Oh, yeah. I saw, when I found out that it was in Rumcorn, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you. Oh, Rumcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm told them now. Uh, I was like, it made me feel like, I was like, okay, they haven't done way better than me. Like, I thought that was yeah. in like a metropolitan center. And I was like, how the fuck? Mm. And then like, someone's like, no. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. And also, uh, Adam's dad works in construction. So I'm sure helped them build. Of course. Put it all did. together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they mentioned it's in Rumcorn on the podcast. Oh, very good. Uh, I, I agree. Custom boxing gloves. Yeah. Anytime you have air, like spray painted boxing. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like their studio. Mm. <laughs> I think this studio sucks. But there's a lot. There's I, I like the idea of it. I think it's a cool thing to have a to have a place that's home for your shows. I think that's a nice thing. Um, yeah. You know, you show up, you get in the zone, you got all your rickety racket of there but i think that also comes from like you know i did i worked in student radio for a while and i really liked going into the studio and doing that and uh yeah i i, I enjoy it we're doing we're doing a show it's okay to have a set i agree like I, that's why i like being home doing this show more than on the road like i'm glad i have a streaming computer that's mobile and i can do it from the road by the way i hope you guys like me peering outside because based on my gig schedule, there's going to be a lot of John will be 20 minute late and be doing the show from a bus station somewhere in the UK. Oh, yeah. Have you got all your dates set? Are you? Uh, I have. Ready? I will. I will be on November 17th. I will be at the Top Secret Comedy Club and the 40 Thieves bar for. Oh, we're going to keep going through that video. Oh, but, I know. I just brought it down for this. Um, uh, 40, Thie- uh, 40 Thieves video for Laugh Train Home. And then that entire weekend, I will be at the comedy store um i'm I, bearded noise thanks this november uh, 17th uh the weekend of the 17th on the um um uh, on the weekend and then the 18th i think i'm at the uh, top secret again um top secret uh comedy club.com bearded noise please come to an hour-long preview um pay whatever you want i think it's gonna be good i think this hour i finally figured it out uh, mm. a lot of thinking in denver that's great yeah we got some stuff stuff is percolating so please come along because nice. it's also possible that i will be uh australia may happen this year uh, i get paid on the 25th so i'll see you at the frog i'll see you at the frog uh steve mooney uh oh also kirsten uh message me i saw that you were in the chat uh your patreon uh gets you tickets to a free comedy show your patreon ranking so please let me know what show you'd like to come to and I will make that happen. That's right. If you're um, on Patreon. By the way, we want to say thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. We love you so much. You're very wonderful. Um, and we we put we put into the schedule. We've got a, a gaming stream that we're gonna do. Uh let me let me bring it up right now. Uh on is it Wednesday? Uh oh, I'm I was about to be like, no, Chris. And I was like, well, that's because I'm it it no. Oh, no, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday we'll be doing yeah. um, uh, gaming stream. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, so, yeah next, next Sunday, Sunday we're gonna do a date. we're gonna do Goose Goose Duck. That's the one that I think Kirsten recommended. So we're gonna try that. We haven't played it before. Uh, next Sunday for an hour and a half, ninety minutes before the official stream, we're gonna be doing a uh, patrons and subs gaming stream. And it's coming down. If if you want to help with show titling, you will get nothing but my gratitude 
best puns involving my name in the Discord, it will be... Oh, thank you, Richard. Uh, nice. And by the way, if anyone is going, I don't have the money for a show, but I'd love to see you, DM me. We'll work it out. I rather, I always rather people there than yeah. money in my pocket. If you can't, any of the is Edinburgh, any of those gigs, if you need assistance, talk to me. There may not, but not all of them allow me to comp people in, but if I can, we'll figure something out. I will That's, drop yeah. the, uh, gigs in the Discord tomorrow. That is on my list. That's why I moved uh, from the Pleasance. Uh, that's why I moved by hour from the Pleasance is because I had a lot of people that were coming up to me going, I would have loved to have come, especially from versus the audience because I do that on the bus. Um, and they would go, I really wanted to see your hour, but I just couldn't afford it. And I was like, what? I never want anyone to miss a show because they don't have enough money. Um, so I moved out. Moved out of there. Yeah, I have always... But I might, I might go back. I do like it there. We'll see. It is nice. Yeah, 6 p.m. preview uh, at Top Secret is free. Fuck yeah! Nice. Top Secret. Um, yeah, please come. It'll be a thing I'm doing. Um, yeah, and also if you have any puns, I will do that. And if you also have any puns on my name, please drop them in the Discord, and maybe they will end up being my show title because Ooh. I love a pun on John Hastings. Right now, I'm thinking. What about, about John Hastings? And then in brackets, it's pronounced Doom. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. <laughs> um, the poster is very Doom themed. I uh, I really enjoy uh, um, uh, the John Hastings you own. Begin to John Hastings you fight Ooh, club page nice. one thirty six. Yeah, uh, but I'm not sure about that one. Uh, well, also right. fight fight club references bring weird people to shows. I mean, yeah, but I already have the especially at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, Thank you, Richard Wright. My uh, my audience is shocking in that it is always so many old Scottish people. Old mm -hmm. Scottish people find me utterly uh, John Hastings when I pee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but I like it. I'm like, well, what, why'd you get so dark there for a second? Oh, I just adjusted my lighting and I just want to make sure it was working. Um, I do. I just love it. I love it. There's always so many old Scottish people there always and That's they so are funny. very into it and then in 2019 i hosted a big gala and for about a week i would just get the poshest english people coming and they did not enjoy me no i never get those people uh and that's fine with me it was actually an old scottish woman who made me leave the bus with the whole audience when i did that show on the sidewalk why what was she doing she just started heckling and then being shitty and then um, uh, uh, and wouldn't leave to the point where the crowd was even like, get out. We hate you. Um, yeah. And so I, I got everyone else to leave. Um, John's hash things. I mean, I also like the John Hastings colon. My life is a farmer with allergies. I don't get that, but I really enjoy it. I like uh, this as a title. Fern Brady also gets that old audience at the fringe. I would do John that. Hastings. <laughs> but for no other reason than watching Fern continually asking me what I'm up to. Yeah. would make it so worth it oh my god oh that would be so fun hey what are you doing though <laughs> she'd get pretty in her head about it oh my god <laughs> and again here is why um uh here's why fern is so funny is that if it, she's in her head that's something that she's sharing with you oh yeah oh yeah uh, uh, um, uh, I was midway writing through John Hastings in the tale. <laughs> I don't understand that. What's that mean? Neither do I. Yeah. 
That was a solid fake laugh you gave, though. I just, yeah. Uh, John Hastings and the police. Oh, fuck off in the tail. What? A sting in the tail? Maybe that's just the thing we're not we're not aware of. Yeah, Maybe I don't that's think a, culturally. I, I don't understand. think I've ever heard that. In the uh, butt. Oh. Um. But yours are all like there's no there's no literal puns. You you sandwich. You're not John. You're not Joe Lysett. You sandwich your name into places where it does not belong. It's no. You just take the word things and you put uh or sting. Yeah. So it's yeah. Float like a butterfly, John Hastings like a bee. And then 10 John Hastings I hate about you. Oh, yeah, John guess. Hastings and arrows. Oh, I don't mind that at all. I don't mind oh. that at all. <laughs> um, I'm going to think about it. I'm also trying to think of a name for my album. Mm. I don't know, but I won't do a pun. I don't like puns. I uh, John Hastings back on the shelf. That's not bad. John Hastings in the uh, botanical garden. <laughs> Desecrator? I mean... I don't mind that botanical garden desecrator. Don't mind that at all. You're going to have to record a show from that botanical garden and tell that story and point. It happened I mean, right there. John Hastings live from the botanical garden. I do have that video of when I, that I showed here on the stream of me going to the botanical garden and showing it off. It's very fun. Maybe I yeah. should make that my background. Um, just a nice botanical garden tour. Sounds pretty. Uh, Fern has excellent shit stories, by the way. She certainly she does. does. You know what? She'd probably come on here because I asked her to do verses and she, she was like, I don't like playing. I don't like doing those, like playing games or having to do stuff. But if there's ever a talk thing you do, let me know. So she'd probably come I have, on here. I've a hundred percent invited her and she okay. just was busy. She's just busy. She's a very busy lady. Yeah. The holy cum spot was fenced off. It certainly was beardy noise. <laughs> John Hastings wall jizzer. I totally would name it that. I mean, I now want to name my show. Um, Fern Brady gets an old audience at the fringe as well. Like I just I think that's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> um, just have the words Billy Connolly in big writing then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean that's very funny. Also what, jizz like you mean it. What about uh, uh, jizz like only your best friends are watching? Yeah. Uh, find someone that looks at you the way I look at my jizz. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the poster. <laughs> I mean, I'm just excited to see that we might find out what John Luke Roberts's show title. Is. Uh, still, he has the greatest show ever, which is all was, I want to all I want to do bang, is bang. is gunshot noise, cash register noise, and perform <laughs> yeah. some comedy. Yeah. Why did we even try? Why did anyone even fucking try that year? So funny. And then I love that he got into a fight with the Fringe Society because they wouldn't give him emojis in his title. Every so year. he's. Of, of all the people that freed us <laughs> and fought that battle, he was not the one I expected to see at the forefront. I'm going to say this. That's not bad at all. The wind beneath my John Hastings. Oh, oh. That's good. A tale of redemption. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what like if it's that. the wind beneath my John Hastings, colon, the John Hastings that own you, uh, the, John, the John Hastings you own begin to John Hastings you? I just like that if it's an obnoxious, big so divorce, divorce energy. energy. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any ointment, my John Hastings? <laughs> That's good. David Hoare, as always. As always. 
Divorce than Glinner. I mean, uh, do you have any ointment, my John, John Hastings? Hastings. Uh, that's it. It's done now. It's over. That's the name. That's. I mean, that might be the name. <laughs> oh, that's so unnecessary. Oh, I that's... cannot. I cannot wait that's for it. the enraged email I'm going yeah. to get from the guy who produces both Chris and I in Edinburgh because he does not find it funny. He finds it incredibly irritating. Yeah. And he's like, you're not taking it seriously. And then I go, exactly. God, it's so funny. That's great not, work. I am not from the generation of fringe comedians. And you know who they are. Mm. They are so guilty of the worst fucking title. Letter for Amber. Ugh. What's funny about that? Ugh. Oh my yeah. god. I think that's I think that might even be the, um I think it has to be. I think it has to be now. It's fucking perfect. Do you have any ointment, my John Hastings? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great work. Yeah, Tiger, it's it's uh you'd think that would be enough, but people really want us to take this thing seriously. Yeah. They want to, ooh, ooh, they want to, they want to make it important. Yeah. Like the amount of times I, especially I know what my comedy is, which is a lot of dumb, like it's a, it's dumb long stories told by yeah. an, told by a man who'll be talking quietly than loudly. That's it. <laughs> and the amount of times you're like, but what's there's the your blurb. There's yeah. your blurb. <laughs> what's the artistic me message? Like the amount of interviews I've given in the run to the fringe where I have to figure out another way of saying, I don't know. You want to laugh for an hour? I'm going to try that. Won't always yeah. work. Doesn't always work. But it's Not an Easter. arts festival. Is it? Right? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm asking us to be important. It's ruining everything. Oh, my God. I've been thinking about this a lot. The world started getting worse as soon as they were like, you know who are arbiters of political taste? The comedians. Yeah. No. Do you understand how many comedians I have seen cheat on their wives when their wives were staying in their hotel room? It's more than one. Yeah, it, it is two, but still. Um, oh, uh, who who tweeted that the other day? They summed it up so fucking well. Uh, I enjoy this. John Hastings is dumb, and so are his stories. <laughs> I mean, these are all good, but they are no. Do John Hastings Coelan, do you have any ointment, my John Hastings? <laughs> yeah, that shit is perfect. Um, oh shit, I can't find it. It's gone. But yeah, we're not to be trusted. Don't take any advice from us. Don't listen no. to us at all. We're fucking idiots. Chris. John. Um, we don't have time to go through this whole video, but let's watch it one more time. One more time. Oh, hi, I'm the video now. John's gone. Everything got shut down. I don't know what happened to John's connection, but literally all those things are gone. <laughs> he got to me. He got to me. <laughs> Have you still got the, the tab open? Oh, of course. Nice. <laughs> Let's watch it again. Oh, I like this. Because instead of Hastings, it's John that's the rhyme. John Hastings with the wind. Oh. I haven't seen you use John before. It's always the stings. What if it's uh, Hastings John with the wind? <laughs> or Ooh. John Hastings colon John with the wind. wind. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you farting? 
And then, <laughs> perfect. You and Dylan are back again. Yeah, we did it. Uh, John with the wind. <laughs> oh, these are very stupid. And it's fart stories. Yeah, those are better. <laughs> Wish I could use. Um, I want to use. I could be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet sky. I could be purple. I could be hurtful. I could be Richard Wright, but it's too long. I don't know what that's from. That sounds like a Bob Dylan lyric. Uh, John Hastings, I wipe my ass with a sock in the John. On the notes. <laughs> uh, John Hastings, fake tall man. John in 60 John seconds. In 60 seconds. Oh. Grace Kelly by Mika. Oh, I've never heard of that artist or that song, Richard. Is it good? Should I check it out? Um, I'll tell you what you're checking out right now. And that is this amazing video. Let's hit it. One more time, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard you the seventh time, and I ignored it. It's just a strong core. Very okay, SpongeBob-ish. But, but, but hold on a second. <laughs> how, how did it come out? Like, how did they? The uh, boy's mother ended up Why finding, are their shoes up finding it. What do you mean? It, it, the snapshot goes away, right? How they? He probably saved it. You can screen record screenshots. What does it say on that's his shirt? Some people oh, yeah. crazy. Look at him yeah, chewing. It says Dean's parent reportedly found the photos up on his phone, <laughs> which he saved from Snapchat. Also, mom, could be in a cock block. He went full droopy dog. Uh, don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you've got till it's John. Oh my God. Wow. Oh, that's very good. Wow. And then that same picture of you in the air underwear with the two gun. Of course. That's this that's of course I I have so many of those photos. Oh, John but not forgotten because you because there hasn't been an Edinburgh for the last couple of years. John but not forgotten. This is all very good. This is all very good stuff. But you know what's oh. even better? The plugs and raids. We're about to bring you right now, Chris. Any plugs for this week? What do you got going on? Um, well, I'm not. I'm not doing my uh, uh, afternoon stream anymore. I'm not doing the crossword one anymore uh, because I need to find a job. So uh, if you need me, I'll be uh, applying for jobs over the next few days. I think I've got one. I'm hoping to get a second. Um, and uh, I'll be doing some shows in Victoria. Mostly though, I'll be right here on UTS, guys. So come hang out because we got some great guests coming up. Yeah, we do really do. Uh, John Hastings in performance. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for the uh, uh, whatever the fuck Will Duggan is writing. I know. In terms of a... <laughs> one week's time, ladies and gentlemen, be here for the reading of informants. Slut. Um, I uh, continue to do stand up in earnest. I am just doing spots around LA, uh, but head to the Discord. Uh, for the first week of in, I am in the UK, I will be at uh, the following November 17th. I'll be at Top Secret Comedy Club and at the 40 Thieves Pub doing Laugh Train Home. November 18th, I'm at Top Secret Comedy Club for a work in progress one hour show at 6 p.m. Then heading to the Comedy Store in Leicester Square. Comedy Ooh. Store Friday, Comedy Store Saturday. That's two shows. Saturday and on Sunday I then also have a show I think another show at Top Secret I believe um, I'm also doing a work in progress at Angel um, please come to that I love you all I love you all uh, Kirsten uh, reach out to me if there was a show you'd like to come to while I'm in the UK uh, because of your Patreon donations you my friend are entitled to a free ticket that's right um, 
And I love you all. Thank you for your continuing and loving support. And thank you for uh, either subscribing or heading on over to the Patreon and doing that. Uh, we yeah. all send our love to Ashley Manning, who is taking the week off. Um, because get this, um, she has no more shit stories. So she's out there in society finding new shit stories for us. Yeah, she's she's building. She's living her life so that she can report back like a true yeah. artist. Uh, oh, no. All right, Kirsten. Well, the next time, uh, pop on in. And also, uh, we will have guests. Uh, she's innovating. That's mm -hmm. right. Uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tomorrow we will have another new stunt, Ashley, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We're going to raid uh, uh, Fox Comedy because he's a goddamn delight. Certainly is. So have uh, a wonderful time. It's great to see everyone. Welcome back from the weekend. Uh, I, I got to say, I needed that show. I'm feeling pepped up. Good. We didn't even talk about the giant protest that I had to drive through while Chris and I had an impromptu stream meeting while I was in the car. That's right. There was so much to talk about. Frank Castillo, one man content machine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Again, why we don't have him on more, I don't know. But, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the old lady talking about sex. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs> no! That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all. So the man passes the sperm to the woman, and now his sperm is in her.